Fez Watley. Ron and Fez. On the virus. Okay, let's get down to it, boppers. to begin we are North Americans and for those of you who still think we're from England we're not no we put our planes and our trains till we think we might die far from North America where the buildings are old and you might have lots of mimes uh-huh, uh, uh. I hate the feeling when you're looking at me that way Cause we're North Americans But if we act all shy It'll make it okay it Makes it go away oh, I don't know, I don't know Oh, where to begin When we're North American But in the end Make the same mistakes all over again Come on, North Run a Fez show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, by the way, the after party today is the Rob Cordry Unmasked. Hicks, you attending the after party? Yeah, I'll be at the after party. Nice. Very, very nice. Uh, don't bring it up because I don't want a lot of people at the after party. I got it. I just want the, you know, the essential people. Uh, getting started a little late today because the Sammy Sweetheart Show ends later and later every morning. But we don't, uh, we don't worry about that or have any opinions on it one way or the other. The important thing is Sammy does his time, he makes it rhyme, and he brings it all back up. Well, I'm going to pull Fez Watley into this. I said I believed he had three different topics that he would open the show with today. Two of them were gay-related. One was that Chuck Lorre would not kill off uh, Charlie Sheen's uh, character. Hicks, which one do you think he's going to pick? 
Going gay. Topic wise. Uh, no. Uh, no. So true. Enjoy. Um, there he is. There's the enjoy line. Fez Watley, what is today's opening decisive topic? Hell camping. The man who's predicting the end of the world on Saturday. Oh, by the way, the end of the world comes at 6 p.m., according to his calculations. Uh, is saying that the world is ending because of the growing gay pride movement. Chris Stanley! You just rocked the house, my friend. Got the hot hands. I'm going to the track today. You should go to the fucking track today. Now, two things on this, Harold Camping. Uh, Homoquistical. Uh, homo quizzical. Homo quizzical is what I'm feeling. Homo quizzical. Well, that's a long thing for a drop, huh? I get them all saying the homo quizzical. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it's very inclusive. Got the whole gang there. So Harold Camping, who says uh, this is going to end because of the gay pride movement, his calculations are the end of the world is coming on the seven thousandth anniversary of Noah leaving the ark. So this would have had to have been set in motion back in Noah's time. I don't remember the big gay pride movement in the Bible. In the Old Testament. Well, they were drowned. When? Of Sodom and Gomorrah. Alright, but I still don't remember it being a pride movement. Well, you know the whole sodomy thing? Uh Uh-huh. Sodom and Gomorrah. And I always thought that all these sodomy laws were just about saying, uh, and were kind of anti-gay laws. I don't think they were going to pound a lot of guys for ass fucking. And oral falls on that sometimes too, right? Yeah, it does. That's fucked up. But you don't hear about a lot of guys getting busted for blowjobs. Although it occasionally happens. Down south. No, there wasn't a straight couple that was ever going to get picked up on that law. So maybe it was a gay pride thing. That's what happened with uh, Noah's Ark. Maybe Sodom was completely about sodomy. So uh, I guess that could be. I guess. Um, But also I think what we have to say too, that if by chance, a slim, slim chance that the world does not end at 6 p.m. this coming Saturday evening, then it must mean that God's okay with the gay pride movement. Since a major earthquake that's going to rattle the entire planet doesn't hit, he must be okay. And then I think what Harold Camping needs to say is God is fine with the gay pride movement, and in fact the gays have saved the earth. Uh, it is the uh, Ron and Fez show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. If this thing goes down on Saturday, Hicks, what song are you going to be rock- rocking at exactly 6 o'clock? Oh, boy. I think I'm going to have to... A lot of people have been writing in about this. Give a salute to Fight Club in my final moments. Oh, all right. So you're going to end this... Same way uh, Fight Club went out with a little bit of the Pixies. Just as the buildings of the earth crumble. The fucking earth just cracking apart. 
Now you're going to go out with a final meal? I think that you should play the song you want to play and be eating what you want to eat. So what are you going to do? I'll be chomping down a blooming onion from Outback Steakhouse wow. and listen to Pixies. Now, I'm going to go uh, because I don't feel like I have the time uh, for a full meal. So I'm going to go REM's End of the World because it's hack, it's cliche, but I know a lot of other people will be doing it. Now, you might think to yourself, Ronnie B, what are you having? Some lobster? A steak? No. I'm just going out with some chocolate-covered peanuts. That's it. Just popping chocolate-covered peanuts. That's all? And end of the world. And then people are going, really, this is what you're playing? Fuck you, it's over, dude. Don't judge me. <laughs> it makes sense. They wrote the song for this fucking purpose, just like a Christmas song. It should be done properly. feel better be- better about this point of playing it because of the Christmas song analogy. If you are going to do this, you're going to write a song like this, you should feel proud of yourself. So uh, the an email actually came in. This is Jeremy in Atlanta and wants to say, uh, what are you eating and rocking to at the end of the world on Saturday? Jake, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, Zegger and Evans in the year 2525. Obscure, strange hit. What are you going to be eating? Uh, you know, probably a steak. All right, steak and little Zegger and steak. Evans, year 2525. Hicks, are you even familiar with this song? Zegger and Evans sounds familiar. Don't know what this song is. Well, Zegger, but this was a, a number one hit somehow. It was one of the few scientific uh, science fiction Pop uh, hits of all time. In the year 3535, ain't gonna need to tell the truth, tell no lies. Everything you think, do, and say is in the pill you took today. See, he's painting a, a dystopian future for everybody. I see it. Kind yes. of a downer at the end of the world. It you, is. Yeah, a smile on your face as it goes out. Um, here's Sean. Sean, uh, what are you going to be eating and rocking to at the end of the world, 6 o'clock on Saturday? I got to say, I'm going to be eating some New Orleans-style barbecue shrimp, mm. and I'm going to be going out to Neil Young's My My Hey Hey. Ooh, fine, fine choices. Oh, you want a cute acoustic, too? See, I was going to power finger that shit. I was going to fucking plug in. All right, 
Mike, now, Hicks, find the fucking... Find the plugged in instead of this and see if it doesn't feel a little better to you. End of the world stuff. All comes up. Don't have it, Hicks. Nobody here can move out of their way either, so it's going to be one of those things. Let's go over to line four. Stan. Oh, you do have it? I have four. All right. Let's go over here to uh, Stan. Stan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Million bucks, Ronnie. Yeah. Hey, I'll be listening to uh, Highway to Hell, ACDC, eating myself some vagina. All right. So uh, going down on, I guess, a prostitute as you rock out to little ACDC. Superstitious about this one, Hicks. Yeah, come on. Let's not spin the face of the cosmos. All right, what line you want to go to, Pep? Where you feel strong? We're strong everywhere, Ronnie B. Right now. Wow. Everywhere. Let's go over here to Brian. Brian, you're on the Fez. I got. Uh, I'm going to be eating my girlfriend, and I think I'll play Symphony of Destruction. Megadeth, which is the kind of it will be the day of mega death. Looking for the final meal, final song, line seven. Our buddy Bill. Bill, what are you going out to? Big S-2975, my buddy. Hey. I'm going to get Jersey style here with Little Sopranos, man. I'm going to listen to little uh, Don't Stop Believing and in order for the family. Have some onion rings. But see, if that happens, you're having onion rings, you're playing this. I wouldn't know then if the world had ended or just went on back to normal. I wouldn't be sure as it went, as it faded to black. I think Glee has appropriated this, where it's no longer associated with the Sopranos. Well, what about people like myself that have never seen Glee, though? Well, what would happen if there was any survivors? They'd, they'd hear the song playing and think he was a Glee fan. Oh. Homoquistical. 
Right, homo quizzical. Homo quizzical is what I'm feeling. The case. <laughs> homo quizzical. He took the midnight Hicks, you ever seen the Glee? I watched half an episode once. Mm -hmm. No one sang in the episode I saw. And That's I odd. That's really weird. Yeah, it was just bullying. Are you sure you watch Glee? There was a gay kid and a jock pushing him around, so I figured I was on the right fucking network. You know, this bullying thing is bigger. I want me and Fez to get fucking involved in it somehow. I want to start doing one of those that get, gets better fucking commercials. Let's do it. It's the way to go. It's the way to get people to know that you're sensitive. Chris, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Um, I'm going to steal a Harley chopper, grab a greasy bar burger, head down the road listening to Born to be Wild. Oh, that's perfect, dude. to bring it down on the, on the fucking hook. Blasted fucking early going in. Hey, Maddie, what do you got, pal? Garbage flight from Nick Towers in Rochester. And I'm gonna listen to What's Up to the Flag by Flower Flag and Molly. Alright, little Flag and Molly. He had seen all to be seen. Life once full. Now Kind of bittersweet, huh? Reminds you of Diesel in that pipe band. Duh. Liam. Walk Rest away, in peace, Diesel. Walk away, me boy. You will be remembered. From your mother, dear, and raise what's left of the flag for me. Cam, you're on Run Fez. Yeah, I'll be eating a nice big hunk of foie gras and uh, listening to Black Sabbath Supernaut going out in a cholesterol-fueled coma blaze of glory. Uh, this would actually be a big day for Sabbath, I'm sure. Matt, you're on Run Fez. What's up, 
Yeah. Uh, well, at the end of the world, I'm sucking down at gym in South Street and listening to uh, Semisonic Closing Time. Oh, this would be a good day for the Semisonic, yeah. All the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time. I wonder how many little kids out there are nervous about this. Because for some, you know, you could blame it on some of these cooks saying it, but the news has really ran with this big time. They can't get enough of it. They love it. It's a favorite thing to talk about. Well, they have that and every detail uh, about the Schwarzenegger. It's the latest, where it used to be the, you know, um, this would have been about the vanilla gorilla. It's now about Schwarzenegger. And it, remi- it makes you wonder, how tiny does a brain have to get to before this is your biggest focus? I think it's just trying to distract from everything else so that you make your, they're making themselves focus. You would think that, Hicks, but yeah. I don't think they think another thing. Oh. Uh, these women shows that suddenly know everything about everyone else's life, and I hope she gets the house. Take him to court, girl. Maybe she'll go back uh, and spend some time with the Kennedy. Shut act, Stop acting like you're. We're fucking English people and thinking about the princess. Oh, she goes back to Camelot. <laughs> it's just fucking stupid. The fucking dumbness that goes on in this country. Why is she ever seeing that Austrian anyway? I can't imagine just the amount of fucking gossip that people pretend that they care about, but they couldn't possibly. It's probably a Nazi. Um. You're a fucking hero director yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, people have been writing to me that he's from, from Denmark, so he can't be a not. And I'm like, yeah, there's a difference between Denmark and Germany. There isn't, people. Come on, Believe get it together. Me. Fucking three in the morning, they're all out fucking looking for Jews to hassle. He actually got banned from Cannes. They, 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 he can't, even if like his movie wins, he can't go to fucking accept it. He kicked him out of the fucking old That's festival. fucking funny. <laughs> He apologized and shit, but like, no, we don't want you here. We don't want your fucking apology. You're out. You're done. Beat it. Michael Jackson, your ass out of town. Beat it. Um, Kevin, you're on my face. Hey, guys. Yeah. Hey, um, my, uh, my song is Turn the Page, Bob Seeger. Eating some bone-in rare prime rib. You know, it's very uh, odd how many people are just kind of somewhat sensitive about all this, you know? They're not looking to rock out hard. They're like to leave in a little sensitive uh, mode. I don't get it. I want to fucking chill out and fucking just rock. But this one's from 72 also. It's called Turn the Page. Another one of those songs about how difficult it is to be on the road. Boy, rock stars love to tell you how tough it is out there. Traveling. Hotel after hotel. And you don't feel much like riding. It's a grind, man. It is. You people are so lucky paying for your tickets. I suffer for you. Every fucking body has written a The Road is Fucking Hard song. Everyone. No, I think this one really nails it, though. This is their fucking version of uh, when... Uh, Com- comics will talk about airline peanuts. This, the fucking road song, is the airline peanuts of rock and roll. Alright, let's go over here line six. Matt, Matt's going in a whole different direction for us. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. I got a pool full of people, grill going, a kilo cook ready, and Metallica, four horsemen rocking and rolling. Just as you see them coming across the sky, that would be actually kind of perfect. We ought to get a, a playlist together and throw it up on 202 Friends. Uh, Steve, Steve the Trucker, you're on the Ron Fed Show. What's up, Ronnie B? Yeah. Hey, I'd have a glass of wine a box, and a cigar and multi crew, Helter Skelter. Hmm, you, you go around the Beatles into the crew. Greg, end of the world song. What are you eating? What are you listening to? Hey, boys, I'm going out Hollis Queen style with a little fried chicken, collard greens, and Run DMC's Rock Box. See ya! It's an odd choice. For you, for you, fresh, fresh, It's a stranger. I guess it's got a personal thing with him. Hicks, wouldn't it be really disappointing if you'd fucking be sleeping then and miss the whole fucking end of the world? Yeah, I want to see it fall apart. I want it to be like the action fucking movies. Um, here's John. John, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. I'd be uh, eating acid and listening to The End by the Doors. Now, the whole thing of acid, you don't even think the end of the world would be trippy enough? You got to fucking help it along? Well, it, it would just be that much more fascinating. I just hope that the, that the end of the world doesn't happen too quickly or else you'll fucking blow it with this long song. You know, if the world ends up fucking ending like two minutes into it. Did the guy say how the world's going to end? It's just going to turn off or... Generic rapture talk. I mean... Just earthquakes, bees coming out of fucking bugs' backs. That's how I imagine it. Bees will be flying out of bugs. That's how ugly it will be. Christ. Thanks a lot for sucking cock, you guys. You fucked it up for everyone. And 144,000 get lifted into the heavens. I kind of got an odd feeling I'll be one of them. I think I'll make the fucking cut.
This is the end Beautiful friend Scott, you're on the Ryan Fez show Hey this guys, how end. are you? Yeah Hey, I would think a uh, good choice would be a big glass of Mecker's Mark uh, line of Coke and waiting for Columbus, little Spanish moon, little feet. Well, that's an interesting choice all the way around. And who hasn't spent this exact same night that he's talking about? Well, Hicks is uh, going live for us. We're going to break here. Uh, Lily coming up in the show a little while. Have a good end of the world on Saturday. Right back, run Show. I'm uh, looking over what some of the people are tweeting. Looks like Brazilian Julie going out with Sublime and GVAC going out with uh, Rolling Stones. No shocker there. Oh, no. Going out correctly. Pearl Jam came up. More Stones. Ah, the end by the Beatles. Wait, what has he changed his name to? Vegas Babes. Wow. I'll tell you, that's a whole new lifestyle turning over. Oh, and they were 
retire from the police department. Theron's a good pick. Uh, someone actually uh, called in with a question on uh, candy bars. I wanted to know if a Reese's peanut butter cup was a candy bar. No, it's a cup. It's a fucking cup. Yeah, it ain't in bar form. It's a goddamn circle. Drives me crazy when people won't pay attention to this, the smallest things in life. Shapes. You learned that when you are a baby. Just figure it out. Shapes. It's not a rectangle. Because you got one of those things where you get the, the, the holes were in that yeah. little box yeah. and then you can put it in. <laughs> star goes in the star hole. Is a chunky a candy bar then? No. It's a chunk. Yeah. Why are you being like this guy? You're one of us, Pez. Who are you one of? Us guys. I don't know. Now I don't know after that chunky thing. By the way, I wouldn't need a fucking chunky under any circumstances. Not very good. Nah, they're not very good. You're going to throw a raisin in there and really disgust everyone? The fucking cube of fucking weirdness. Fuck it. Now, on the other hand, the Reese's cup. Freeze that fucker. Freeze it. And then bring it out for a nice little fucking treat for yourself. Like a nice little summer treat. If, in fact, summer ever comes this year. I think it's just going to be water rolled up in this motherfucker for the next four months. Then it's winter again. It was raining so long and so hard. Last night I started to feel like I was in a fucking Ray Bradbury short story. I started to get like a little fucking claustrophobic on the planet Earth. Like I got to get off the planet Earth. Well, come but, Saturday we don't have to worry about it. Um, Jason, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. How's it going? Good. Hey, uh, I work for Hershey's. I'm sorry to... I got three fucking radio shows. Well, I know. We're all doing all right for ourselves. Yeah, no one's complaining. Um, <laughs> uh, the Reese's Cup uh, is in a category that we call standard bar. Well, so, I don't yeah. care. First of all, Hershey's doesn't mean shit to me when you stopped doing the real tour and came up with the fake tour. I can't even get in there either, so... It's not real anymore. You used to be able to go to Hershey's and go through the factory when I was a kid. It was unbelievable. Oh, and now they now, put up I mean, a fake tour. Oh, bullshit. Well, what happened was uh, the unions got involved because there was, was a liability issue of people getting hurt. And Always come back to blame. Yeah, let's blame the working man. That's the way well, to go with it. It's got to be a VIP to actually get a tour now, unfortunately. So you can probably make that happen. You're, you're a poor guy. I don't, want it. I don't want it to fucking happen now. I want to go with the whole fucking group from school. I want everybody from school to be there. Uh, All right, sorry. so you're claiming that a cup is a bar. Then I want the name changed to Hershey's Bars, Round Bars. <laughs> and stop going. You can't have it both ways, my friend. Uh, I'm not the one who classified it, but that's the way the, the, the category is. What are you, the fucking 12th man on a deal? Huh? Well, what are you, at the I'm fucking not- bottom of the totem pole? Let's start getting things together. Guy named Hershey well, Lackey. Hey, I'm a sales rep. I, uh, what can I do? Well, apparently, fucking work harder. All right, so. That can't be that. Let me tough. apologize to everybody that we said it wasn't a bar. It is. And maybe you don't have to learn shapes as a kid anymore. Fuck it. Fez Wiley, I don't want to take away from your time here. Chuck Lorre, the creator of Two and a Half Men, according to CBS, has come up with a fabulous way of getting rid of Charlie Sheen's character on on Two and a Half Men. So the net way, it sounds to me like this is going to be a big joke on Charlie Sheen's uh, sake. I will tell you the truth, I've never seen the show. So you could write him off any way that you want. But he will not kill him off. I don't think Chuck Lorre has the balls to kill off Charlie Sheen's character. Well, it's a comedy show, right? Right. Yeah, you don't try to kill off people on a comedy show. 
Um, that's more for dramas. But I don't even think it's a matter of the balls. Why not just leave the fucking door open? Yeah, that's yeah. A- maybe in a year or two, you want the guy back. Yeah, I think uh, I think he still sees Charlie Sheen as profitable and won't close off as mad as he says he's at it, Charlie Sheen. You know how they have the the rapper name Common? Uh-huh. I'm going to call you Common Sense. You come in here having Common Sense. It is true. X? Yeah? Fez is the man today. Fucking dominating. Common Sense, what up? Oh, what if they just have him lost at sea? And then he could be dead. But then, you know, he comes back, you know. When because people that are lost at sea are fucking dead now. You never know. And then Name he- me one person. And don't bring up fucking Tom Hanks because it's fictional. Fuck. And then he shows up at the door with a life preserver around his neck and an empty bottle of champagne. Oh, what happened to you, Common? You are common sense. You brought us that fucking thing that you're so well known for. And then you come up with the champagne and the light preserver. I will say this. Uh, I will watch the first episode next year of a show I've never seen before. Um, here's our buddy Keith. What do you got, pal? Hey, Ronnie, I got a uh, question to ask you. Um, if the world's going to end on Saturday, what kind of scarter should I be smoking? Uh, White Owl. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. What flavor? Uh, here is Jason. Jason, you're on Ron Fez. Hey, guys. I, uh, I'm just trying to come out of some uh, anesthesiology surgery, and I figured you guys would try to make it a better day for me. Maybe it'd be fun to talk with somebody who's a little looped up right now. What uh, kind of surgery did you have done? I found some fucking lump under my rib cage a couple months ago, and Jesus. then after all of the tests, it was, I had to go get it taken out. My wife didn't want me to have it in anymore. So it's up to her whether or not you're going to get your... Uh... Well, it's just up to me. I wouldn't get anything cut open. But yeah, I guess in the modern age of families and marriage, yeah, I didn't really have much choice once I told my wife I found a lump pretty much. She was just too grossed out by it? Mm, concerned, I suppose. I'm pretty much grossed out by it. The oh. thing of like some foreign thing growing inside of me. But Maybe it was a twin. <laughs> I wish. They wouldn't... Uh... After the ultrasound, it was no, no twin. It was just a lump. It was just boring. What, what kind of meds are you getting for the rest of the day? I don't know. She just left the house to go pick them up. I'm still kind of groggy from the thing. I'm really trying not to make any... I don't know anything of... Uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm not making much sense, but hopefully... No, you're making a lot of sense, dude. <laughs> you're making more fucking sense. Common and I are blown away by some of the <laughs> shit that you're saying. It, it's totally out there, right? Yeah. I don't know, hopefully some good pain meds. The asshole tried telling me he was only going to give me Advil 800, and I'm like, I don't think that's going to cut it out. No, you need to go fucking deep, dude. You're a fucking, seriously, you're a scuba diver. Go deep. That's what I was thinking, and then I got to thinking when you were in there and you started loading up your playlist, I was wondering maybe you guys could just shoot some uh, mellow tunes throughout the day here. All right, so it'll all be about laid back fucking down tunes. All right, we're on it. Take right, care man, of yourself, hey, Lumpy. I also got the shirt from uh, winning the Mikey Boy contest, and I never got a chance to call back and say I got it all signed. What was the Mikey Boy contest? I uh, heard him on some random Food Network show and sent you all an email and wanted to know if it was really him there bragging about some hot dog in New York City or right, something. Hold on, I'll get him right now to make sure. Mikey Boy, it's your, your contest winner's on with you. I had a contest winner? Yeah, he's the guy who saw you eating a hot dog in New York on Food Network. Oh, hamburger, yeah. I was oh. a food truck, yeah. How was that? Uh, you getting a lot of feedback from it? You getting a lot of people? 
<laughs> bothering you on the street? No, not really. Not too. Not too much of that. Yeah. Hey, I've always wanted to ask Mikey Boy. Did he win when he was on remote yeah, he controller? Did. No, he, I did not. Yeah, he won. I came in second, got sucked through the wall. He's a big winner. Yeah. Blew this shit up. Even got, yeah. You never even got to try the video game thing, the, the video wall or whatever. No, I didn't get to do that. Well, damn, it was probably still pretty exciting. What is it like when they flip you back in the wall? Do they fucking like? What's going on with that? Yeah, what happens back there, <laughs> Mikey? It's just a set, and they pull you off, and it's kind of boring. And does it hurt? Back there. Hmm? Does it hurt? No, it does not hurt. But I mean, are you like upside down? It seems like they flip you, like you'd be laying on your back. Once some, you got I don't know. Some of them they flip you upside down. Some of them they just take you straight back. I went straight back. Yeah, that's pretty wild. I wish they'd bring that fucking show back. It was probably the last. They will, thing. dude. They're gonna do it. I feel it. <laughs> they did bring it back. It's the voice. <laughs> Well, uh, man, I appreciate y'all putting me on. And Hi, I my brother. All right, talk to you later. Um, Mikey, I see that that guy annoyed you. You don't really like being bothered about Very that? short. No, it's fine. No big deal. I just, you know, nothing, nothing really came. It, was just got it seems like you're a little annoyed with it, though. Like, no. why has he got to keep bringing up that one thing? Uh, Mikey, what were your party gifts on, <laughs> on remote control? Well, I got uh, LA gear, high-top sneakers, and nice. a universal remote, and uh, some kind of home game thing. How long those shoes last you for? <laughs> What? You know what? Let's get off his balls. Let him fucking. He's just a regular guy, like the rest of you. He's just like he's no different than common. Uh, the reason I called was actually it's not really unprecedented. You're talking about the Charlie Sheen show. Not unprecedented to kill off characters uh, on sitcoms. Now, first of all, when you have them, when they die, like Coach on Cheers, well, that John, yeah. John Ritter or uh, Phil Hartman. But First of all, I haven't gotten Harper. over Phil Hartman dying yet. Yeah. But Phil Hartman, I mean, but Valerie Harper, I don't know if you remember this, she had a sitcom in like the late 80s, early 90s. Rhoda. No, no, not that one. This is Valerie's family. I Mary think Tyler Moore. Yeah. Valerie and, Harper, PTA. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, she uh, had got really, they went through the contract negotiations and she played a hardball and they just killed her off. She was the main character in the show and they came back with Sandy Duncan um, taking her place. And just completely killed her off, even though she wasn't dead. Mikey, you know so much about TV. How is that? I know. I watched. I watched way too much TV as a kid. That's part of the problem. You, you another one of those kids. You didn't go out and play and have fun with your friends. Um, I did, but my parents sometimes had to push me out the door. You know. Ah. Uh. I don't know. It's just uh, you know, loved watching the old old sitcoms and shit like that during the day, and you know. You know, you're seriously, you're just one relationship away from being Fez. You lose that fucking wife of yours, you're going to end up like Watley. Hey, you coming over here today for yeah, Cordry? I, I probably won't make it over there until about 2, 15, 2 30, but yeah, I'm going to head over. Well, why so late? What's going on? I got a, a conference call at 1. Oh, oh. I saw, I'm sorry. Well, you know, I'm on a fucking conference call right now. <laughs> um, Hicks, do we have you? Mikey boy, can you I'm hear right me? All right, we're I'm ready here. to go on this. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. All right. Well, thanks for correcting me, Mikey boy. You're very superior. All right. All right. Talk to you later. See ya. Um, he, you know, we have one person out there who knows fucking TV, and that's Mikey boy. He's the only one I can trust for TV knowledge. I guess because he stayed in a lot and watched TV when he was a kid. I stayed in as much as him. I know TV. But I he's definitive. You, uh, Fuzzy, you, you lost that definitive edge that you were known for. And now you're called common because you do have common sense. Like you told me today, don't sit too close to the TV. Fucking burn your retinas out. Unhealthy. And uh, watch out for bullies because it gets better. How do those get better things work out? How do you get to do one? And why can't Fez and I do one? We could try to put something together. Have we seen any of the spots? Are they 30-second spots? Yeah, it's, it's about a 30-second spot, yeah. 
And who gets to do it? Like an Ellen? Yeah, yeah. That, and I think Wanda Sykes might have done one. Well, she's good. Yeah. So you got to be a lesbian to be able to do these. I'd love to be involved in one of those. Get a hold of my agent and find out what his name is. That's going to be tough, but okay. Are we looking for a spot? Is that what we're doing while we're sitting here? Or yeah. Okay. Um, hold on. Patrick wants to correct uh, Mikey Boy. Well, look, guys, not so much a correction. It's that not only did they fire Valerie, but uh, it was called Valerie's Family. Then she sued them to change the name of the show to the Hogan Family. After, I, I after saw she, that with Hulk Hogan, his wife, and his two kids. It's a good and fucking show. And you know who stepped show. it up afterwards? Young Jason Bateman. Yeah, Jason Wait Bateman, it turned out to be his show. I remember hearing about that. That, you know, even though it was named Valerie's Family, it was like, all right, one of these kids is more like a Fonzie. Uh, Chris, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, Ron, I was wondering... Have you ever thought about bringing Sam onto your show for, like, one show and just having a good interview and conversation with him for the day? If I was to do that, I would have to say that then Fez would get to do the crossover hour. Well, bring Fez on into that crossover hour. I think it would be a good show, too. All right, Fez, would you want to switch out and do crossover hour, and then I'll do the show with Sam one day? Yeah, I could do crossover hour. Good. And then I'll... Uh, that is uh, perfect. So we'll just keep moving everyone around. And then that way you'll have your afternoons free. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, oh. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, Kyle, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah. Um, hey, I got uh, kind of a question for you. There's all this talk about switching people up. Uh, on all these different shows, I'm wondering what you think about uh, who should replace Steve Carell on The Office. They, they brought in Will Ferrell. For a little My while. quick idea is Charlie Sheen. It Charlie. seems perfect to me. He's open, he's rested, and he's ready to go. All right, let's uh, take a look at this. It gets better. This is Kesha. What's her whole story? She's the pops. She did that song TikTok. Right, let me play me a little bit of TikTok before I get into this. Because I don't, I don't follow the top 40. I mainly do the bottom 60. And then when it gets to 40, I'm out. First of all, let's just say that she's fucking amazing. And second of all, she's a white girl? Very white, yes. How come? Don't know. Pigments, uh, parents, crackers. All right. This is a shocker. Uh, all right, let's see her. Now, I guess she's a gay? All right, so you don't have to be gay to do this. This is great. All right, let's take a look here. Hey, guys. Hey. Um, This is Kesha. No, it's I Keisha. Um, to anybody who's being bothered for... Hold on, let's stop it for a second. Um, do they realize that they should have a fucking script for this? I've seen fucking YouTube video videos that were better thought out. 
Um, by the way, this is one of the ones that my caca loves this girl, so she might be fucking 14. All right, let's get back into it. I just want to tell you that um, it will get better. It will. No matter if you are gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, however you are choosing to live is beautiful. And you have my full support and all of my love. Thanks, Keisha. And to be yourself. And it will get better. First of all, here's the thing. Stop it, please. Uh, She makes me want to kill myself by the end of her fucking spot. Guys. Uh, And you know what? Aim at a specific group. Don't throw it all over. I don't know. First of all, why would they lie to these kids and say it's going to get better? First of all, your life could be exactly the same except for now you got a mortgage. Could become a nightmare. Ask if it got better for the people who fucking get diseases as they get older. All right, let's see who else, Bacasha. I need to know who all these folks are. All right, here's Hillary Rodham Clinton. Did it get better when you found out your husband was fucking some girl with a cigar? Because they were gay or because people thought they were gay. Children are particularly vulnerable to the hurt caused by discrimination and prejudice. No, no, no. I need to get somebody on that too, so we can just fucking follow along with the with the things. But the but the point here is that is not fucking true. You can still get beat up as an adult, and you can also lose your job. Why did they lie to these kids? Hey, we're gonna go to break. I'll be right back. It's Ron Fez. Ron Bennington, Fez Watley, Ron and Fez on the virus. Uh, I'm Bernie McCracken. When I found out little Billy was growing up without a dad, I had to do something. Bigger and saw our picture in the paper, he called the Unified Fund and got involved. I had to. Couldn't help myself. with the Ron and Fez show on a Thursday. Lily will be here from her intern in just a little bit. There's a new gay folk hero that is hitting the country. This is the guy Nick Espinoza who poured glitter on uh, Newt Gingrich and his wife at a book signing to go up against Newt Gingrich and his uh, anti-gay politics. So what happened was Newt was signing books, this guy got in line, got his book signed, and then poured glitter all over Newt and his wife. And he has put out the word that people that are going to campaign against uh, gay marriage are going to end up getting the glitter treatment. He's told Tim Pawlenty and Michelle Bachman both that pranks are coming their way. Paul, you're on the Ryan Fez show. Hey, this is Paul down here in Southeast Texas. Hey, that guy that thinks it's the end of the world, he's actually from Vider, Texas, and that's actually the KKK capital of Texas. And not only that, but if he does, the end of the world doesn't end, this guy's got kids. Is he going to make them drink the Kool-Aid? Uh, you know... 
the whole thing is there's no such thing as new nuts to the world. Just the fact that they get on TV and get to do it now. And the internet, that isn't helping anything. Doesn't it? Or does it get better? I guess it gets the word out for them. It's good for them. Mm. In Virginia, they said that state leads the country in internet users that will Google the words Facebook and YouTube rather than just typing them in the address bar. See, here's the problem. It's that when... If you're not a kid taking a computer class, if you didn't grow up as a kid doing it, and you uh, get into computer habits, and they will just stick with you the entire time. Common! You are right about that one, Fuzzy. And it just really it, uh, doesn't... I guess it's not uh, a bad thing, because uh, what's it take, maybe a second longer? to click the link from Google than it would just to to type in the whole word in the address bar. Some of these people may think they're actually going quicker. So you're saying this is a non-story? Who put this out, Google? Um, I think they want people using their search engine. Yeah, it wasn't Google that put it out. I'm not sure. I think it was MSNBC. But they would have had to got that information from Google, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Or um, a survey of like uh, each state's, how they use computers. But it does sound like a Google survey. Oklahoma Senator Tom Coburn uh, wants to know why the government is paying out disability to a man who uh, appeared on National Geographic shows, uh, channels show uh, Taboo. Who lives, who lives most of his life as an adult baby. That adult baby guy is big very, very quickly. Oh, yeah. It's like no one ever heard of adult babies before. I know. Come on. They're around. This guy just got a little bit of FaceTime. Whatever. There's been other t- big, giant babies. I guess the mistake he made on this National Geographic Channel show is he, he showed himself uh, building his own giant crib. He's 350 pounds, so he needed a crib that could hold him. Uh, Paul, you're on the Run Fez show. Ronnie, I just got in the car. Did you turn the stick over to Fez? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. Don't be like that. If he's going to start doing the crossover show, he's got to be ready with some of this stuff. Uh, Bobby, you're on Run Fez. Hey, if you're going to do that... uh Life gets better announcement. You might want to wait till Fez's hiatus. If not, you might have gay guys look at him and start throwing themselves head first off a street curb, believing it's all a lie. Yeah, like I say, it doesn't always get better. For some people, it gets worse. But we do love lying to children. Well, yeah, we don't want to feel. It makes us feel better. I, I think. It's like, yeah, it's gonna. It's much better for you, kid. Don't worry. It's gonna work out this time. Well, they only take it to the post-high school level. It gets better because you finally get out of senior high. Some people peak in senior high. And apparently, that, one, that kid that jumped off the George Washington Bridge killed himself. It didn't get better in college. Because that's where he was videotaped by his... Uh, Comic. Common.
Um, I'm sorry, I went uh, out of stuff. You went out of stuff? Yeah. That's early today. I ha- I ha- I have something to play with Lily later on. Oh. When Lily oh. gets here. When's she getting here? Uh, about a half hour. Oh. She's a former intern. I should be playing with her. It's true. Come on. Uh, who do you think is going to get the job on the office tonight? Charlie Sheen, remember? I just did that bit. Hicks was like, high five, motherfucker. A pod dog. <laughs> Don't leave me hanging. Uh, James, you're on my Fez. Hello, gentlemen. Uh, I have noticed that this uh, Mr. Fez, I think is his name, has made a lot of uh, gay references in, in a lot of his uh editorials. I'm just wondering, does he happen to be gay himself? It gets better. The uh, the fr- the French uh, guy who's uh, in charge of the IMF accused of rape in a New York City jail. He is, uh, they're trying to get him out, I believe, on $1 million uh, bail. I have the feeling this guy's going to try to skip town. That if we let him out, he's going to try to get away on this one. A million dollars isn't going to be that much to him. Is he worth that kind of money? I think he is. I mean, his hotel room was like, uh, you know. Yeah, but who was paying for that? Was that his country was paying for it or him? Oh, maybe it was the IMF. Maybe. So, and the French uh, don't think that he's, the majority of the French don't think he's guilty. That uh, he is being set up by Americans. I don't think we would go ahead and, it doesn't seem like it would be worth the trouble to get a maid raped to set this guy up. Think of it from their point of view. If Huckabee or McCain was over in Europe and got accused of rape and they wanted to keep him and charge him there, we'd be up, we want to get our fucking guy out. Hell yeah. I think we could see it from their point of view a little bit. Also in France, the perp walk's illegal, I read. So I'm, I'm sure they're pissed about that, too. They're just showing them... Fu- you can't show us anyone fucking locked up or shackled if they haven't been convicted of a crime yet. So, so that's is that really, right? Yeah, so they're real pissed off that he keeps on being shown... And I told you, they planned the perp walk perfectly for the 11 o'clock news. Mike in Houston. I was thinking for Fed, since he's running out of things to say, isn't this the time of year when he used to start talking about moving deer to another state? Well, I, d- I don't think it's the hunting season. But uh, I, knew, I know this, Maryland, uh, that state is going to try a deer contraceptive to try to keep down the deer population. They have deer condoms. 
So what they're doing is they, it's a it's a new contraceptive where it uh, they said in two to three years it could bring down Maryland's deer population from overflowing. So what they have to do is catch the deer, inject it, and then tag it so they know that that one has actually been uh, spayed or neutered. Sounds natural. So Maryland trying one of those ideas. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Um, ta- uh, uh, Jeff Conway, who was on Taxi and then of course on Celebrity Rehab, uh, now in a coma after an OD in California. Great job, Doctor Drew. Yeah, good yeah, fucking you're work. The fucking best. A piece of garbage. <laughs> no, no, he isn't. But I mean, it's is. almost impossible to get somebody off a of dope. And he's been on for a long time. And, and he had the excuse of why well, he gets a bad back or whatever. I think yeah. that was what he. That's what These I motherfuckers are throwing him down selves on the step <laughs> to feel better. Yeah, I don't think there's been a comment from Doctor Drew on this one. Let's go egg his house. You would think if that was his doctor, he would still be his doctor. I guess he's, I guess he's only his physician for a TV season. So you're you're agreeing with uh, Hicks here? You're anti Doctor Drew? Yeah, yeah. Where I I don't think the guy got any help at all. I think I think he was just uh, paraded out there by Doctor Drew. You can't save a person from themselves, though. He liked the pills. And that he girl, liked pills. That girlfriend of his enabled it up. Though. She was good for I him. I know, yeah. She was I good. I guess. Um. Sorry, I... Just out of stuff. Waiting for Lily? Yeah, I guess so. What do you have for her? Um, I was going to uh, go over some things with her. I was calling it sweet or creep, where if a guy did, uh, you know, a gesture, is it cons- would it be considered romantic, or is that just way too creepy? Is this things that you're curious about? Well, yeah, I, it's like, where do you draw the line? Between romantic and just looking stalkerish or creepy. But why don't you know the answers to this? Why are you, you going to Lily? She's younger than you. Well, I thought, you know, Lily, you know, more experience with guys. And, um... <laughs> Talk about a fucking giveaway. <laughs> you know, she's dated, and I, I just thought it would... I thought it might be, you know, educational. So do you want me to play the part of Lily till she gets here? I'm glad that you prepared things to ask Lily because she freezes up so much. What do you have, Fuzz? Well, is this uh, sweet or creepy? Hello, Fuzzy. Thanks for having me back. I just want to say to everybody in Rochester, rock on. Than was the best. Than's an asshole, and you know it, and I know it. 
I'm dating some, someone so much better than Than right now. Uh, a guy surprises you at work to take you out to lunch. I like to eat Albanian food. He better take me to the finest places. I said it's sweet. See, I would think it's kind of creepy where it's unannounced. Then why are you asking me? Why don't you just play creepy or sweet by yourself? Because I don't have the girl's perspective. Well, then why won't you listen to me? I'm the one who goes to Albania, not you. Uh, for no special reason, he picks out a nice gift for your mom or your sister. Is that sweet or creep? Oh, we're still playing this? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't care. Uh, sweet or creepy. I got to know the guy. Don't you have to know who the person is? Yeah, they have to have like a, is this a stranger or someone they just met? Well, that makes sense. They've dated a few times. I got tired of doing a lily voice. What, this voice? Round through it real fast. Uh, picks out a movie for the two of you to go to, and it's a Pixar cartoon. Uh, orders for you at a restaurant. All these would be depends on the guy. Yeah, and their relation. <laughs> yes. Like, are, are they, are they, are they, you have to, like, have they dated twice or so? Or have they been dating for a month? Or they just fuck constantly? <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> That's not your business right now, Hicks. Remember when Dave and I used to fight all the time? I do, Lily, yeah. It was great. He watches you while you sleep. Dave? No, the guy that uh, Lily would be dating. Oh. oh, I didn't know why you said that then. I guess you weren't listening to me. If he calls you his girlfriend really quickly into the relationship. Um, here's Bob in Iowa. Yeah, hey, I'm thinking of leaving my family so I can be on Unsolved Mysteries. Well, enjoy that. Well, and have a love child with Jamie Farr as well. Andy, you're on running Fez. Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, what is Fez's thing? It's like dead air, dude. Every time the guy talks, it's just dead air. That's not necessarily I true. On, I don't know why he's on the show. Ron, you're awesome. I mean, and I'm trying to get to like, like you guys. I'm an Opie Anthony fan, and, and, uh... Just stick with them. This is not for you, Andy. I'm just curious, buddy. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm new, like I said, I'm a new listener, and I'd like to know what, what's the deal. It is no deal. There's no fucking deal at all. So just, just, it's just fucking dead air? Yeah. That's it? It's a lot of dead air. It's a lot of confusion. So what? <laughs> all right. It's unique. He'll be back. You can't fucking say that it's not... <laughs> that's the fucking greatest... That's the fucking greatest line ever. I'm sorry. I got involved in the list. What was it, Fez? Oh, um... Yeah, we don't need to, if it's not to, working. No, it's working. Believe me, it's working. I know that my dad has a great restaurant over in North Jersey. 
And I was on the air with Brother Weez for quite some time. And I used to date Earl. Uh, he saves things from your dates, like ticket stubs. That's like, so sweet. He gets emotional when talking about his who's, feelings for you. Who's he? Yeah, you're the guy that you're seeing. You don't, like, you don't get the thing, though, like, each person would have their own personality. Like, I think a lot of these tests, uh-huh. you're asking everyone to be the same. Oh, okay. It's like, what line works on a woman? There is no one line that works on any one woman. Um, let's go over here to Paul. Paul in New Jersey, where my dad has a restaurant. Hey, Ron. Uh, I got a bit. Fez is back or Fez is hack? Fez, now you, why? You think that thing is hack? I don't, I don't know if I'd call it hack. I mean, it's kind of Cosmo, what you were doing. But is that hack? Hello, testing. <laughs> One, two. One, two. My father and I are doing very, very well. We took a trip to Japan together. I mean, talk about fucking creepy. Her and her dad took a, a trip to Japan together. I heard they said like they shared the same room with one bed, too. Yeah, yeah, that's, not, that's uncomfortable, very much so. Not for them. They were very comfortable. Well, I feel uncomfortable about it. They were very, so... I'm you weren't going to share the bed? It. It's none of your bizzle. Um, Dave, you're on my face. Yes, I'd like to know... These side Dave McDonald's over at uh, public broadcasting reading spots. One of the one of the comedic talents, and then we got Fez over here reading spots. Seems like it should be inverted to me. Well, inverted would mean go inside, and I don't think that would work. But it, now I've never thought about this before. But Fez would be so happy reading the news on public radio. It's all written out. You've only got to do it once an hour for a minute. And then Dave could be in here improvising. Have you ever thought of a Freaky Friday? Now, you already said you wanted to switch out with Sam, have Sam host the show with me, and you were going to do the crossover hour. No, I decided I didn't want to do that. Hmm. I mean, my thought was I could do a better job than Sam, but I don't want to do that. Okay. Go back to reading your your stuff for Lily. Lily's here. Um. Okay. I only had a couple more. Uh, he gets emotional. Oh, I did that. Uh, proposes to you in front of a crowd. Pictures of Lily. Mm-mm-mm. Let's go here to Joe. Joe, you're on the Running Fest show. Hey, Ronnie B. Sound like $900,999.99, bud. Losing a little bit every day. Well, Fez is still in a little bit of your spotlight today. Fez, I have a question for you, buddy. If With that deer contraceptive deal in Maryland, would you get fined if you were a hunter and you shot one of those deer that they had put that contraceptive into intact? Could you shoot a, a tag deer is what he's asking. I think you could shoot a tag deer. I, I, don't, I don't think that part is illegal. Then why are we bother tagging them and spending? Now we're hunting them twice. No, thanks. 
I do like Fez's idea of putting the, all the deer together in one spot. That way we could drop a bomb on them. A venison bomb. Okay. That sounds pretty good. Project V. Well, if the end of the world comes this Saturday, I would imagine it's for deer as well as humans. Do, 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 do. I don't see where the wildlife is going to get spared. The possible uh, lines, of the, lines of the day. Um, uh, here's another one. I called you silly nicknames. Who does? Uh, that was with the sweeter creep, uh, game I was playing with, uh, Lily, who's not here yet. Stand in, Lily. What kind of nicknames? You know, like, uh, uh tater tits. <laughs> Nipple bits. Sweet cunny. Just silly ones like honey bear, that sort of thing. Honey bear? You're going to call a fucking woman a bear? Oh. Honey poo? I guess poo isn't any better. You into the shit, are you, boy? No. You brown no. baby? Scat guy? I try to avoid my own. Scat man up in the house. Scat man crothers. Bop, 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 bop. We gotta be careful when you start fucking uh, dating Fez, because the shit's gonna be flying in that fucking part of town. Uncontrollably. Yeah, that's uh, that's a scary proposition. I wouldn't even want someone to know that I shit. You know what I um, think is gonna be great when you get into a relationship? What's that? Long pauses. Yeah, I was uh, done with my sweet or creep thing. Mm. Where do you have to tell your lover, I'm all out of stuff? That's what Fez is going to say when he comes. <laughs> I'm all out of stuff. <laughs> Are those two laughing at or with? I think it's at. No, with. Why? Is it with? Because you're out of jizz. That's true. Brad, you're on my Fez. Yeah, hi, Mark. Uh, hang on just a second. My son wants to ask Fez a question. Here you go. Go ahead. Ask him. Hello? Yes. You're going to heaven. I couldn't hear the question. I'm sorry. Do you go to heaven? Um, this is the oldest child I've ever heard, and I don't think dear go to heaven. That's sad. I like the thing is Bambi in, he in heaven now. Prancing in the cloud fields. Fuck yeah. Uh, James, you're on Fez. Hey guys, I'm just wondering if it's uh, sweet or creepy if you find your boyfriend's toenail clippings in a little baggie. That would go to uh, creepy. My toenail collection definitely falls under the creepy banner. But I would hope anyone I'm dating doesn't go through my stuff and finds my toenail collection. Um, let's see here. Uh, someone's going home on Idol tonight. True. 
Uh, here's Lady Trucker. Hey, Lonnie Bear. It's you, sweet, sweet Lonnie. Keep calling up. <laughs> That's fucking funny. You got to give her fucking credit for that. She just fucking cast it back at us. Here's my silly nickname for her, Truck Face. <laughs> oh, that was a good one, Fuzzy. <laughs> uh, Steve, you're running Fez. Boys, don't kid yourself. Any relationship Fezzy's in, the shit will definitely be flying. Fezzy, question for you. Yes. Have you ever considered the adult baby lifestyle for yourself maybe some booties a onesie and a nice bonnet and how do you think ronnie ronnie b and hicks would respond to that well i've done giant baby before mine was a giant hitler baby and trust me it's not all that comfortable of a lifestyle here is uh some of the stuff people writing in fez should get a new cat and name it long paws um Gaz brings up an interesting question. If someone's extremely grossed out by the dung, doesn't that automatically make them grossed out by gay sex? Hicks, go to you first. Oh, without a doubt, yes. Because if you're gay, shit will be involved eventually. Unless you're just constantly sucking dick. I mean, you gotta want to fuck And everybody will get a little tired of that. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, come on. I need to fuck something. Besides your mouth. There's fucking teeth in there. Hmm. And then, you know, that's where the shit comes in. Unless you're constantly en enemying up your asshole. I don't think it necessarily disqualifies it. You know, I'm sure someone wants a nice, clean partner. Yeah, but you, how deep can you clean, Fezzy? You never know. You never fucking know. Yeah. Uh, Ruben, don't bring your love to town. You're on the run of Fez show. Hey, I got a sweeter, creepy... Caught my, uh, my girlfriend staring at me while I was sleeping. I'd say it's a little creepy. Do you think that you've got to do a all clear sign every time now uh, with sex? Any anal sex? Uh, yeah. I would so there's no spont spontaneity there. Right, yeah. You're going to go like fucking Hicks and go in deep. Yeah, I, w I would think there's like, you know, like any time, like any preparation of uh, like putting on a condom, same thing, uh, you know, uh, for a cleanup. Who's going to put on a fucking condom? Yeah, what the f what? Why would we add so many deaths? No, no condoms. Shit. Yeah, I don't know if it would take the spontaneity, spontaneity out of it. I think it would just be, you know, the same thing as, pardon me while I freshen up. I'll be right back. <laughs> Who does that? Pardon me while I freshen up. No, there's going to be fucking shit spackled in your dick hole. Yeah, you're not going to get away from yeah, it. Yeah, it's going to happen. And what's your, what's your way of going for an all clear? Your freshen up is what? S, S douche? Oh. Maybe, um, you know, uh, a good wiping. Uh, you're going fucking deep. Yeah. You're going deep, dog. You're, wall, you're way beyond the wiping. And violently, too. Sure, violently. Or even those, um, oh, okay, because what I was thinking of is those new, um, like, wet wipes or whatever that they have. Dude, you're going fucking deep. 
There's no way to fucking reach this. You're hitting intestine here. Come on. Oh, okay. You didn't realize that? Um, Not everybody's got a fucking one-inch dick that you're going to hit with a wet wipe. Uh-uh. I think I was just thinking of, like, uh, making... Do they have a dildo-shaped ass fucking wipe there? No, you'd have to wrap some toilet paper around one and insert, I guess. Yeah, I guess I was just considering the around the hole area. Oh, no. God. <laughs> this. No, there's much more. Bad the things. hammer's getting dropped, first. Yeah. Yeah. Railed out. So what you. You're, you're acting like you can strike oil from just scraping at the top of the rake. You don't see. You don't see the people from Exxon showing up with a backhoe and, ah, there's nothing here. This ain't rim job city. This is no, ass fuck city. That's true. So I guess, RJ's on the fucking outskirts. So I guess to, and to make sure you were cleaned uh, uh, to, for spontaneity, you would have to take, like, if you thought you were going to have sex later in the night, you would take a laxative in the morning <coughs> what? and make sure that you're cleaned out that way. Maybe that's just fucking starting it, though. Yeah. Maybe it's still fucking leaving along the fucking... The end. If you're all doped up with fucking laxative and you're getting fucked in the ass later, you're just the ass shit. Gonna, yeah, it's shit just going to be flying every way. Yeah, or ass bile. Or Make whatever. it even worse. Shit you're basically out. taking a shit bath now. Yeah. Uh, Bob, you're on running Fez. Hey, buddies. Hey, Fez. This sweet or creepy, I dated a girl in uh, college after like three dates. I went over her apartment and found one of my hats there that she had taken without asking me. I think it's fucking adorable. I think she's a keeper. I think I think the early thievery is uh, creepy. Oh, I disagree. I think it's the fucking best. That's the kind of girl cut off cut off your fingertips. Oh, yeah, it's nice. I guess I would have to find out how long an enema takes. That could throw off the spontaneity. Uh, Aaron, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, Fez, I have a sweeter creepy for you. Um, I was um, looking at internet porn on my smartphone underneath my blanket in the dark, and I was sticking to my wife. We were, you know, doing it kind of on the side, and she had no clue. Do you think that's sweet or creepy? I think it's creepy not to include her. She's sleeping. She's sleeping. She didn't even know. Oh, okay. I thought you were doing it with your wife and looking yeah. at porn uh, while, you know, without her seeing it. You can't... It, this is going to now start to be uh, sweet, creepy, or confused. You, I don't know whether your headphones don't work, but you're not hearing people anymore. Uh, here's Bill. Bill, you're on Ronnie Fez. Oh, Ronnie. You're really doing it to me today, Ronnie. Thank God this is an XL channel. It is. Um, Andy, you're on running Fez. Hey, I wanted to ask Fezzy if he'll ever consider going ass to mouth. I think he's going to have an ATM license plate. <laughs> what if they start calling the ATM machine down there? Because it's so fucking quick for him. Well, first of all, most of the ass to mouth stuff is not by choice. You just fucking do it to him. Yeah, it's like, here, suck on, suck on this, motherfucker. And this, seriously, this fucking laxative punk, it's never going to be up to him. Oh, hell no. Acidic-y ass juice everywhere. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, it's going to be ass and acidic. Is... Kevin, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Uh, uh, Fizzy, uh, 
Is this sweet or creepy? I had a uh, girl I was dating back in college. I had a part-time job, so I went to, uh, had to sneak out to go to, go to, uh, to the job, and she stayed at my place. I came back, and she had totally um, folded up all of my clothes that were in my dresser drawer and in my closet. And in one of my dresser drawers, I had this old nasty uh, T-shirt that I used to jack into. It was like a cum rag, and she folded that up, too. I, I would say that's sweet. If someone's willing to fold your jack rag, that's sweet. I didn't know they fold. Joel, you're on running Fez. I got an idea for Fez. How about you just have sex with a girl? You never have, huh, Fez? No. Nope, I've never had any sex. Ever had the urge? Um, Why don't you add him up and go over and meet a nice fucking girl for yourself? Yeah, never the urge enough to act on it. What do you mean, the urge enough to act? You did have the urge? Oh, I've had the urge to have sex, but I've never acted on it. But you said you you said you never had the urge enough to act on it. Right, yeah. Like it was a light urge. Yeah, no, yeah, no ur- I've never had the urge where it's like, I have to get something tonight or I'm going to go absolutely crazy. It's been, you know, we're jerking off can cover it. Oh, God, you're blunt. It's like hearing from your old grandpa, this fucking just... But it's the way he delivers. It's like, you know, jerking off can cover it. There's no fucking connection to this, and yet completely blunt. It's very it, odd to hear him talk about it. It is. It's like if, if Puke could do a monologue. Off-putting. It is. Um, well, there's some strange fucking calls coming in. <coughs> Larry, you're on running Fez. Hi, it's Ronnie B. Yeah. This is me. Yeah, what's up? Uh, if Fez has never had sex, why doesn't he hook up with Stalker Patty? It could be the blind leading the blind. We have tried so many times. To get those two fucking Jaspers together. Uh, it's a dream. They're perfect for each other. And then remember that time that we were going to go out to that McHale's restaurant? Yeah, yeah. And they snuck away without us? It was going to be one of the things where we all went as a group. Yeah, for the And then Patty comes back with pictures. She had a good time. But, you know, we wanted to share those good times. Well, uh, and HTG's coming in. This was her fucking place that she knew about. HTG, grab a mic over here. Tortilla Flats. Did you now? Have you ever went there? Uh, I went there just for food, but never went there for like one of the. They have fun night things they do. Never went there for one of those fun night things. So you come up with the idea of, hey, Patty likes this. Let's all go out to that. And then they snuck away without ever telling us. Yeah, they have this big Ernest Borgnine thing they, they do there. It's kind of famous. That was an after party that we weren't invited to, which uh, doesn't yeah. always happen. Hey, where's kids. Lily? She's signed in downstairs now. She was, or, or she was running just a few minutes late. Does she know it's time to play creepy or nice or whatever the fuck it is? She does not know that. Yeah. Well, it's we, a big surprise for her. We went through it all <laughs> without her, but uh, next time. That'll be her, her, um, to do. Um, here's, uh, Graham. Graham, you're on my face. 
Hey, how's it going? I, I just want to ask you, Fez, would you ever get involved with somebody that had a toenail collection? Um, you know what? I creep myself out so much, I would say no. Here's Tony. Hey, uh, Ronnie, excuse me, sorry, I put that in this hokey. Um, Go ahead. I want to ask Fez, so sometimes jerking off is enough? What do you think about when you jerk off? I'm not going to answer that question. This, this is what started the meltdown with Laszlo, right? Right, yeah. I think about that guy calling. That's what but I think But is it about. a specific? Um, Let me ask you this. Is it a fantasy or a memory? It's a fantasy. There's no memory stuff? No. There's no memory things. Is it real people or pretend people? Uh, real people. Hmm. Would you ever let that person know? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Is it Hicks? I'm not saying. Uh, Ron, you're on Fez. Yeah, I'd like to know, uh, when Fez jerks off, does he, does he think about men, women, or does he think about both? That's an actually an interesting question, Fez. Would you be willing to talk about that? No. No, I'm not going to talk about what that. What keeps you from talking about that? You're a pretty open guy with everything. Right, yeah. But I think that's uh, that I think there's a line and that's too personal. Let me ask you this, when you're jerking off, do you stop for long pauses where people wonder whether you're still even doing or not and then pick it back up? Cuz I have a feeling it would be Did you come? What is it about the personal thing, Fez? Well, that's just something I'm not willing to talk about. You know, that would involve, you know, drags, you know, other people's names into it and stuff. Right, write down one name for me. Write down the most recent name. The most recent name. Whoa. And this is a swear to God. I don't want you making it up. Right. Um, and this is something your dad sees you doing from heaven, too, so that's weird. Yeah, that's uh, that's why it's been a while. It's been a while! So I have to go back and think of... Um... Oh, shoot. Let me try to think of something. Uh... There you go. That was that was one not too long ago. See, I don't consider that a real person. <laughs> That's a movie star. I consider real person people that you know. Oh, all right. Uh, I'll give you one. A little while back, but that's way back. This fucking from even doing that thing, Hicks. Yeah, it seems like even those things that he's talking about is just every couple years. And that one wow. name, Fez. Remember that was something, buddy, that you were bragging about about just taking fucking down on the show, like you were just really proud about how you. Uh, Took the fucking piss out of that person, so to speak. That was somebody you attacked on the show. Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. 
So it's very weird. Yeah. There's a... Um, there's a separation there, I guess. I don't think so. I think there's a uh, hate uh, about it. You know what I mean? Like, there's a hate because it brings something up in you. Um, let's go over here to the Daily Leader. Leader, you're on Fez. Yeah, when Fez is jerking off, does he use lube or is he just jerking a dry cock? All right, that's interesting. Fez, do you want to answer that one? No, I'm not going to answer Leader's question. Why? I know when I, if I want to avoid jerking off, I think of Leader calling. All right, but here's the thing. That's too personal for you? Uh-huh. So you will tell people I was jerking off to something, but you won't say whether you use lube or not. Right. It's very hard to know where this uh, this comes in. Uh, Alan, you're on Fez. Hey, I was just wondering, why does Fez go in the cold, quiet sweat every time the name Eastside Dave comes up? Yeah, that is interesting, Fez. Yeah, I don't, uh, I didn't realize that was happening. So I, I can't really explain it. Well, now that you do. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It has nothing to do with the masturbating, that's for sure. You're able to masturbate thinking about him. No, he doesn't even come up. Um, hey, Patrick, you're on my Fez. Hey, guys, I just wanted to uh, remind you that Fez and Patty agreed that they would get married if they're not with anybody by, I think, 2013. It's show audio. You can go find it. Uh, you play it on your. Oh, phone. we would never do that. Well, well, well. Rochester's own Lily in the house. I think that would be uh, New Jersey's own Lily. Oh, I didn't know. You're back in Jersey. Ooh, yeah, oh, I didn't Rochester know. no more. Jersey. Um, Lily, welcome back to the show. Thank you. And by the way, you're just here to see Rob Cordry today. And then we said, well, why don't you come in a little early? Correct, yeah. What is this uh, Rob Cordry thing that you have? <laughs> I don't know if I have a thing, but it's the first unmasked that I can go to in such a long time. That I just what was the last one you were at? Because you were there for all the early ones. I mean, we're going back. Yeah. Maybe Louis C.K. Maybe there was a couple after that. Um, yeah, because you, you were very involved in the early unmasked. Then you said, I've been made an offer by Rochester. <laughs> I just couldn't refuse. Yeah, it is the deal of a lifetime. I've got to go. And then uh, then you were gone from it. And it got, well, we were still doing it at comics then, right? Yeah, you're still doing it. And think until you guys moved here. And then they started, what, trying to save money? Mm, well, comics turned into this. They were on the fucking shame, shame, shame show last night <laughs> at 11 o'clock. That they were keeping Seven on your side. Yeah, I don't know what the name of it was. Uh, Fox. But, uh, but we ought to see if we can't find that Hicks. They were on, and they were like fucking promoting that during American Idol. Like coming up, why did comics steal money from sick kids? <laughs> you know, and there was a fucking picture of me sitting on stage with Louis C.K., which looked like we had bags of money sitting in front of us. Uh, so that turned weird. Mm -hmm. And then they, yeah, they do act like everything can be done in-house here. Yeah. Why go anywhere else? Yeah. You have a hate for serious sex. I don't have a hate. I don't have a hate. I, do, I think I might have a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth from radio in general, right. but I don't have any hard feelings towards Sirius or XM, because they were always good to me, except for not hiring me. But, but I think all your radio friends have told you this is a 
is a cockfuck of a business. Right. And especially being a woman, it's like, it's not going to be any easier. See, they don't use the word woman, they say whole. Oh, okay. But I, you know, whole. this is something interesting. This is the time of funny women. Out of my entire life, I've never seen women do as well as they're doing today. Well, it's about time. Um, There's a ton of funny women out there. There, are, there I are. hate people who think women can't be funny. Well, it's a ridiculous statement yeah. to begin with. But there was always just like, you know, two or three, and that would be it. But now women are dominating uh, that movie last week. Um, Bridesmaids or something? Yeah, made a ton of money. The female and it, hangover? Yeah. That's kind of what it looks like. You didn't see it? I didn't see it. Women are puking and shitting and just <laughs> acting like frat boy dubros. Um I guess it could work, you know? Why not? We like getting drunk. Why don't you use some of your contacts? Why don't, let's say, Louis C.K. has his funny show. Why don't you play one of his bad dates, his I'd dates that go to. awry? I'd love to. Louis, give me a call. But you got to call him. Oh, that's true. This is one of the things that's that... that works? If hmm. you go back and look at that Louis Unmasked, and he was one of the great Unmasked shows, it was all about outworking everybody around you. Yeah. Where you, I don't think, are ever known... <laughs> As an ambitious person. I'm just a terrible self-promoter, which is why I don't think I'm going to get a job soon. I just don't like convincing somebody that they should hire me. They should just It seems it, ridiculous. You know? I'm really I'm the same fucking it. way. I'm lazy and a terrible self-promoter. I'll never get a job. I, I was always the same way, too. And when people go, well, what is it? And I go, come on, stop. Let's right. not fucking have a formal yeah. talk here what could you bring to the company i don't know that's harm i don't know that's why crappy people get the jobs because the people hiring are lazier than you so they don't want to go out looking for you no. so if someone comes to them and says hey here i am oh great but Let's see go. here's the thing the people that have the jobs are those crappy fucking untalented people who yeah. go like this oh look how nice their business card is yeah look yeah. at their notebooks well that's why all the companies blow it's usually just laziness, you know. I've got someone right here. Why should I go spend, you know, weeks looking for someone else? They they, look, they all look the same to me. Mm. I don't know. Um, let's go over here to Sean. Sean in Alabama, Armand Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. I wonder if you can get Opie to make a call for Lily since that person worked out so well. Did now that was the uh, beauty of it. Did you ever call Opie in the meantime to say, hey, Ope? No. You didn't feel like that was right? No, I just, what, what would I say? You know, hey, I got fired. Mm. What now? You know, I'll be fine. What about Bob? What about him? <laughs> When's the last Asian? time you talked to him? Uh, the day I got fired and I never heard back again. And, and, I'm working on things, Lil. I'm working on things and then I never heard back. Oh, God. Almost it's a year. just fucking embarrassing. Yeah. I don't know how he lives with himself. I don't know how he juice sleeps at night. I don't know how he can lay down Lots and juice sleep. Uh, Ronnie, North Carolina, you're on the Ron Fez show. Yeah, when Fez loses his virginity, does he want it to be a woman or does he want it to be a man? That's an interesting question. Fez, have you ever decided that? Um, I, I'm not going to answer that question. There's so many questions that you won't answer today. Yeah, it just it gets too, it goes beyond. Now... Lily decided to pick a woman as your first time because you said it would be more gentle. I think I think a woman would be a little bit more. Yeah, gentle would be the right word. You say you like making out with women to make the boys pay attention to you. That's your thing. I don't know if I've ever said that, but I have made out with a chick once on this program. Who was that? I did. Was that? Oh yeah, Earl. <laughs> uh, that would be Baby Girl. I remember that. Now. Yeah, it was a good experience. 
Did it ever go any further between the two of you decide to? No. There was just, I think, a little bit of a fantasy, but um, nothing ever really happened. A fantasy that you're, you're willing to act on even to this day. I, look, in the right circumstances, in the right situation, who knows what happened? Like what a big pile happen. of fucking coke? Never know. Like, look, if we're going to do this never. coke, mm-hmm. the fucking circus has got to start now. It's custom yeah. rails. Uh, Lily, what is it you need to talk about today? I know you don't have a mic in front of you on a daily basis. You must want to get in front of the microphone every once in a while. Yeah, I like I like being able to talk on a microphone. Yeah. That's sad. Um, but you know what I wanted to actually bring up because I heard you kind of say something about it yesterday, and I kind of wanted to bring it up. Um, and you sort of maybe turn your nose up at this a little. Okay. Um, fashion. I heard you talking about John Galliano and getting in trouble for his anti-Semitic yeah. marks, and you kind of were like. You know, oh, I don't really know about fashion and all that stuff, like most men would. Right, I don't know a great Um, deal about it. But I think my question to you would be, even though you may not be very fashion conscious or fashion Mm. forward or anything like that, do you still not think that it would be an art form? Oh, is it an art form? Well, I will tell you this. Now, yesterday, Oprah, as she's winding down, she uh, had the... um, Ralph Lauren. Ralph Lauren, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't be in this country and not own something or had something affected by that. So I definitely get that. Now, having said that, it's somewhat under my radar. Uh, I didn't. I didn't think about any kind of design until a couple years ago. But when you're judging me on fashion, which one of us saw the Bill Cunningham documentary? I know I have. I didn't see it. I saw the Valentino documentary, which I thought was fabulous. Um. But no, How I about think the that, doc on September issue? Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, I saw that. Okay. Yeah. So you're just lacking behind in one right now. <laughs> yes. No, I, I get what you're saying, but it doesn't mean that I've necessarily, you know, just because something is involved as, as it is. And I, and I think we're probably at a time where more people pay attention to design and, and fashion that, than any other time in the world. But the, the problem with fashion is so much of it is so silly. Um, yeah, but I don't think that it's different than any other form of art. I mean, in, in silly in what way? I mean, there's very well, expensive couture, right, lavish like, designs. All right, let's get down. Is it art or is it craft? Because I think most of it is going to fall into craft and then even manufacturing, where at the there's a very small part of it, some of the names that we brought up, they're actual artists. But... of people who work in that field, I don't think, are in the field of art. Nor do I think that they're driven by art. Most of them are driven by profit. Um, but I think that any form of art can fall under that. I think, I think fashion is art and why I think it's art is because I think it influences us on a daily basis. It's how we choose to identify ourselves. It's essentially, it's art that we wear. It's how we want the other people to right. see us. Well, see, here's and the- it has a very heavy influence on pop culture. I mean, look at any decade. The first thing you think, what was the style? It's, it's but that also though. doesn't make it art. We can look at, at a lot of things and say this, but I, here's what I think that you're saying that's different. You're thinking because of what you you buy makes you an artist. No. You think that your purchases somehow make you an artist. No. I bought these shoes. I have this hat. Look at me. I'm creative. I, no, I don't think so because I tend to... That's where to, you're wrong. See, 
I tend to sometimes turn my nose up at like couture, like how can anybody spend $3,000 on a pair of pants or mm-hmm. something like that. But the design of that is art. I mean, if graphic design can be art, then fashion design should be well, art. Well, there's some people that would, 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 the, the, uh, would fight the fact that design is uh, art. Some just, people think right. just the opposite. But the fact that the, the, here's what keeps it from being art in a lot of people's things, that there's a practicality to it yeah. is what hurts it in an art form. Okay, but not everybody can afford a Picasso and put it on their wall, but it doesn't mean that it's not art. Just because you can't maybe afford it or it may not be practical no, for every day. No, there's a, that when, when you buy a painting, there's never a practical use for it. It's only to be enjoyed. Where a dress or a pair of pants also has a practical use. That may keep it from being art. I mean, people div- uh, battle all the time about what is art and what isn't. Right. I have no problem calling some of these people an artist. At the same time, when you're an artist, I don't know whether if you're like, well, no, if we ship it over here, it is cheaper. And, you know, there's so much business involved in it. Right. And an ugly business, whether you like it or not. It, it's a horrible business. I think it's somewhat superficial what probably I think people dislike about it. Well, I think it has to do more with, you know, third world slave camps, you know, people right. dying in front of sewing machines, which is, you know... It's kind of heartbreaking. The people who get rich doing that are doing it on the backs of extreme poverty. And I don't know how, you know, I, I when I was looking at Ralph Lauren's place yesterday on Oprah, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's beautiful. Maybe you could have taken a couple of your billion dollars and given them to the blind Chinese kids that you got sewn buttons. I don't know if you have to do that with Picasso. You know, I don't know if you're... Um, but that's the business of the world right now. Outsourcing for cheaper. Everybody's doing it. Here's uh, Matt. Matt, you're on Run Fez. Hey, what's up, Ronnie? How you doing? Yeah. Hi, um, as to just the functionality argument, it's like, I don't know if I could completely take the argument that fashion is completely art, but uh, what about, like, automobile design? I definitely think there's an art form to that, and there's a functionality behind it. But what's different? What's the difference? Um... I I really couldn't exactly like I said I can't take the full argument because, behind because here's one the, here here of course is the difference if you're looking at a Corvette or something you're like oh that's interesting but most of that is just copying and is the guy who came up with a Yugo would you call him an artist or a fucking engineer he's an engineer it's it's first of all it's not there's nothing wrong with being a craftsman or an engineer but I don't know if you could say. Um, let's look at an ar- architect, right? Bu- buildings can be beautiful, but they also have to have fucking toilets. They have to have elevator blank banks. So much practicality runs into that that I don't know if an artist would need to think about such practicality. Um, so would an artist need like complete free expression? Like that, the- that is the big question. D- is it more of an art form? If you're just to say, I'm wearing this fucking blanket around my fucking head and I've spray painted it. Is that more of an art form than if you would have come up with some kind of jeans? What are you thinking, HDJ? Yeah, definitely. I think the less the clothing, you know, when you look at some of the, the couture clothing and you think that looks ridiculous, that doesn't look like anything that makes any sense to wear. That's actually more art to me because it has it has less to do with the function of Keeping you warm, keeping you covered. And the the other thing that, that for me, the, thinking whether it's an art form is how many people do you think 
decide what is in or out at any given year. Small I mean, handful. Yeah, so it's really, like I said, 99% of the people are doing knockoffs and this yeah, and that. Yeah, there's a very, very small percentage of people who, who are, you know, but, but that happens in other areas too, but I think mm-hmm. even more in this. Just like with chair design, most chair design is not art, but you can go to any museum and you will see a section of, through the ages, certain Furniture, chairs yeah. that are beautiful. and Because and there's breakthrough through things. So right. there's breakthrough things in fashion. But I mean, like, even if you look at Hollywood, movie making is an art form. Most of the people there are working at craft. They're not working at art. Now, are there some artists in Hollywood? Absolutely. Some artists are are in in any field. But to just say fashion is art, I don't know if you can do that. And you're right. A lot of times the, the really artistic fashion comes out of what some person with very little money put together from some things they found and a designer saw it in the street, got inspired by it and copied it. You could you could put I'm, a towel, you know, in a creative way and, and be more artistic than I'm, some. I'm working on a thing I call Chinese eyes. It's just tape that pulls white girls' faces back a little bit and gives them Chinese eyes. But is that art or function? I just Neither. hope it's a chance of money right now. It's my own fucking thing. Because a lot of times it's very difficult to have sex with Caucasians. I think you should shark tank that shit. <laughs> I shark tank every every idea I have. I'll go on the fucking shark tank right now. Um here is John. John, you're on running fest. Hey Ron. Uh Lily, is it fashionable to be in fashion or out of fashion? I mean, what is fashionable? I mean, I guess you have to determine that for yourself. It's all about, it's your own self-image. It's whatever you choose Lily's to put it, on your You body. follow along. You're like, oh, but let I'm, me see what well, French Vogue is doing. I'm wearing rubber shoes. I'm wearing jeans with holes in that. I mean, I don't What really magazine did you get that from? <laughs> I think you're t- but what you're talking about, the individual thing, that's style. Fashion, literally, by definition, is what is a, what are a lot of people doing. Right. So what you do on your own, you might be out of fashion. You still might be, you might be cooler than anyone in fashion. I come up with something new. I call it ironic t-shirts. <laughs> That's in fashion. It is? For, Shit. But I think it's already almost out. I hope they're on their way out. I like to see a Pokemon t-shirt <laughs> on a fucking grown woman. I'm just tired of seeing the vote for Pedro t-shirts. Like, have, <laughs> can't that die down? <laughs> By the way, I hated movie. the fucking movie when it happened. <laughs> the, and want to talk about a fucking hack... Do you know that 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 he didn't even vet the name? The Napoleon Dynamite name mm-hmm. was a name Elvis Costello used to fucking yeah. tour around at. There's and no originality. There the are, minute, just a lot of people aren't. The second something's in, it's already on its way out. Says who? As soon as as, as soon as everybody likes something, the people who started in the well, first but, place. But your way of saying that, that's like anymore. saying every baby's dying. Yeah, I guess if we. Go far enough, Aren't but they? look, there's some things that are never out. Look at the uh, we brought up Ralph Lauren. That stupid fucking polo shirt has been around every fucking minute of your life. But something that's never out is also never in. It's never considered. You're never considered really what cool about jeans? for wearing it. Jeans yeah, have never gone out, and they're never like in. It's never like, whoa, you're wearing jeans. Well, you are on the edge. Different you're cool. styles of jeans, like because when you were younger, you called them dungarees. <laughs> there was no such word as jeans. <laughs> dungarees. Mom, where's my dungarees? <laughs> 
I don't know. I just, I remember going to the MoMA and being so appalled by walking into a room and seeing a blank canvas painted black hanging on the fucking wall. And I thought that was the biggest insult and slap in the face to real artists out there. So if that could be hanging on the wall first, in the first MoMA, of all, I don't why, I why like you'd be insulted Oscar by that. De La Renta yeah. dress why, why are you insulted art? by that? Because I think it's just a slap in the face to real artists who well, really are, can paint. What are we're real the, artists? What, um, makes something I don't, even, what makes it art? Is it the skill that it took to paint it, or is it the th- what you wanted it to represent, uh, what you were trying to say? What does a canvas painted completely black m- it makes represent? You, it makes you, first of all, think of how many paintings you saw that day, and only one got an emotional fucking response from you. The fact that you're still well, carrying it around, yeah. and you're confused of what is a painting, what is art, there's an interesting thing about it. Well, that. I don't think it's art. To me, that is not art. See, but first, it's the only thing that, that that you could feel definitive about in your whole trip around MoMA. No, I mean, that I saw makes a, it art a to ton me. of art that, you know, I, I thought was beautiful and like a Salvador Dali painting that looks so vivid that it could be like a photograph. Like that to me is amazing art. I well, but we already have photographs. <laughs> we all, okay. what, what, as soon as we've got the camera, mm-hmm. it, real artists stop trying just to paint what they saw. See, I've always, because there was no more purpose for it. I've always agreed with you on that. But then I just decided that, that there's some reason someone hung that there. The, the people at MoMA aren't idiots. The people yeah. that go to MoMA aren't idiots. Maybe they're Lily not. Lily says they are. I'm so, not saying so they are. Be, just, what am I, you know, like I started to think, what am I missing? You know, there's something everybody else sees. I want to kind of try to find out and figure out why, why is that. And what did you figure out? Well, that a lot of times it has to do with what, you know, what makes it art isn't what it looks like, but why. Like someone had something to say. So if you, you know, take a chair and put it upside down just because you wanted to make people stop and look, even that has some kind of um, artistic value. What is so the Andy Warhol thing? Based the, on that. The, the Silver Clouds, is it? Mm-hmm. Silver Clouds. I went and saw this in Chicago. It's a bunch of Mylar balloons, basically, mm-hmm. inflated. And the room's set up so that there's air blowing to make them float around the room. That in and of itself, nothing that spectacular to me about seeing... It, it wasn't like, wow, this is beautiful. But it became interesting when I sat there and watched everyone else come in the room and watch how everyone had a different reaction to it. I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. So, I mean, based on your explanation um, or example of art being something that, you know, somebody walking down the street could have a reaction to, then why would fashion be any different? I mean, if I put on like a Lady Gaga dress and walk down the street and everybody's art. You know, uh, then why couldn't that be? Yeah, I think, I, I think that that's my point. I think that Lady Gaga doing a one-time unique thing may be closer to art than we're making one, you know, uh, a half a million hats this year that are going to go everywhere. I think that falls into something else. But Lady Gaga's meat dress, I think, might fall closer into art, where the yeah. rest of it becomes craft. You've just worked against yourself, Lily. No, I, I, I still, I don't know, I, I kind of, I mean, the hat, you know, the person who designed the fedora would probably argue with you that they were a real artist, you know? I mean, I don't know. Just We'd have to find out. And it's mass we, we would have to find art. that out. He might just think, oh, I'm just a regular guy trying to keep brain off people's yeah. heads. Um, let's go over here to Renee Yarmouthus. Yeah, this is a great discussion, and the yes, the reality is. is the black canvas, uh, I think you could argue, is art because it props this discussion. I mean, absolutely. You know, the, the Impressionists, they, uh, Monet, Matisse, Gauguin, 
they were all criticized as impersonating artists because they challenged the perception of what art was at, at that time. One now, thing about art is they attempt to always kill the generation that comes before. But, you know, from Lily's point of view, that somehow you need this really uh, steady hand and a good eye. The Asian people that are, will draw your fucking picture as you're walking through Central yeah. <laughs> Park uh, are craftsmen. They are craftsmen now. I think you need art artistic talent to draw like that. Not and, everybody can do but it. That, but I do. I agree. I think that is more um, a skill than art. You're not real. The, the more realistic. If I just try to draw that that soda can and I can draw it really well, it doesn't have any point of view. It doesn't have any opinion. It's not trying to tell any story. So I think that makes it less art, even if I draw it perfectly. Um, I don't know. Mike, Mike, you're on Renefez. Hey there, guy. Uh, Ronnie, are you an artist for creating smoke pants? It's an interesting thing. First of all, I've taken two things that actually exist, smoke and pants, and <laughs> turned them into something else. I, more than artists, I see myself as a seer. I see into the future. That's interesting. If you're an inventor, yes, it is. Are, you, are you kind of an artist because you I, have this vision? I believe that you're an artist if you decide to be an artist. This is the fucking thing. When, when people say to themselves, I'm going to live... And think about an artist. You could do that with just about anything. You yeah. know what I mean? You could do that. But there are people that come along and change the perceived ways. There's other people who will go, let me just find out whatever the grid is and repeat that grid on a daily basis. And they have created their own fucking jail cell. Their own jail cell that they stay in every day. And other people will go is I'm going to fucking stretch and change every day. I am going to make a recommendation that if you've ever looked at a black square on a on a wall and thought I don't get it why is this art and want to you know like and genuinely can't, like want to know why this is art. Um there is I can't think of the name of it. There's a book that you can buy in just about any museum that hangs a painting that's made for children and it's uh it's basically a guide to, you know, understanding modern art. For art. dummies. It is, but it's for kids. Like, it's not, like, meant to be just, like, a, you know, that, for people who don't give a shit. But it's meant to tr really kind of help you understand. And it, Do you I, like I changed, that book? I it, loved it. It changed I wrote it. everything. That's going to fuck with your head. I wrote it. But why does everybody have to enjoy it? You I don't, don't fucking to. enjoy a black canvas hanging on a wall. Don't I don't you have to enjoy it. it. No, you definitely and don't And that's what to. art can be. But you that's, can either... That's why I said but, for anyone who ever saw that and thought that and kind of really honestly wanted to know what's the big deal but, with it. If you don't care, then, then, then it doesn't matter. But your now way of saying is that if anyone says it's not art, then it isn't? That any one person can pull the plug? No. It's like, but would you put up with... There's some people who will tell you, oh, I don't know, Bill Cosby isn't funny. I have regular people... I've heard people tell me Barbara Streisand can't sing. Now, it might be the <laughs> fucking idea of, like, you don't like her singing, but to say Barbara Streisand can't sing is fucking ridiculous. And yet it's said. Right. I mean, I think people... There are Albanians out there <laughs> who try to... Burn down everything that they can. Sure. But Who's the dense man looking in our windows? That is the guy from um, Functional Alcoholics, the the short movie. What is he doing here? He's looking. He's what Mark says. Hi. Um, I love that fucking movie, and it's successful alcoholic. Successful alcoholic. What's yeah. his name? T.J. Miller. He's fucking. Uh, that was really. Are they are they looking for a uh, studio for Mark? Looks like it. Yeah. Um, I would have had him on. 
I'll throw Lily and her fucking Albanian anti-art fucking thing out of here. I'm I'm um, the opposite of anti-art. I'm just trying to understand. Kevin, why. you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddy. Hi, yeah. ladies. Hey, Hi. What, what was that shit a couple of years ago with those assholes putting up the orange fences all over Central Park? And what the hell did that mean? And then they sued AT&T? Well, I mean, well, first of all, l- let's talk about him. And, of course, that was a strange thing. They went around and put orange stuff up. It was the all, gates, right? The gates. Yeah, the gates. All over Central Park. And it was in the middle of winter. They ended up getting something like a million people or some crazy number walking through and just thinking differently about Central Park. What it meant to be there, what it was meant to be in that space. And they took a public space and got people. And people did this on their own. There wasn't any kind of, here's what you have to do. And it goes back to that one thing. To be the first person to say... I want you to contemplate black. The fact that you never in your life contemplate black, and now you are. I guess. Maybe it's opened my eyes. But I, d- I have thought about that for three years since I saw that painting. You, you carry I, it around, I seriously, do. like you saw it this morning. Yeah. I wish I would have came up with it first. And when people do that, I could have done that. Well, then why don't you, motherfucker? See what yeah. it's like to be an artist. I, I, to me, the, the definition of art that I want is the most open possible definition you can get. When I, when I went down to um, uh, the Barnes exhibit, which I think you've been to now. Barnes! It was really cool, but the one, I took the audio tour, and the one thing I, that kind of turned me off to it was this guy just wanted to tell everyone exactly, here's how you have to look at this art, and this is the only way how to look at it. And to me, that is completely the opposite of art. Now, that probably sounds completely ignorant, because I know Barnes is considered to be a pretty bright guy, so I'm sure I'm missing something on my take on it. Well, but. no, you don't want somebody to tell you what it means. You want to kind of... Interpret yeah. it for yourself. I, w- I wouldn't mind someone giving me their idea and hearing what they, their take on it, but I don't want someone to tell me this is the, the way you have to the, see it. The definitive answer. Here's Chris. Chris, you're on Hey, Ronnie. Lily, listen, uh, I'm a singer. Does that make me, make me an artist? Uh, We'd well, have to do you cre- sing. Do you write songs? I mean, do you create music? Do you write music? Just because you can sing, I don't know if that makes you an artist. Makes so, you a singer. Uh, by that, so uh, if I'm in a tribute band, I'm not an artist, right? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't know. That's I, Seems I like that's no. more craft. Well, the, yeah. the, so the person, the person that's drawing those caricatures or cartoons in, in the park is doing the same thing I'm doing, but he's doing it on canvas and I'm doing it on the stage. See now, why you, hmm. th- it is true. Now here, this is the interesting thing. Lily came in here. Oh, gunning, just gunning this morning. I heard you bring up something yesterday, she <laughs> says to me. Well, it was fashion. You're shooting your fucking mouth off yesterday. I'm not shooting any. <laughs> no, you're ta- this was you talking about me. Well, I just, you know, the whole fashion thing, I think people turn their nose up at it a little too much. Because I, think, I, think you're, I think that you couldn't be more wrong that fashion is more accepted today than at any other point in history. That people think and talk about fashion more now. I don't know. I don't think so. Because I have a real belief, some of my favorite people, their style would be considered funky. And they don't necessarily feel like, I have a $7,000 fucking handbag, so somehow now I'm okay. Right, well, I think that's the perception that people have, that if you're fashion fashion conscious, that, oh, you have to be designer or mm-hmm. label conscious, and you don't, you know? And I think that's what kind of keeps people away from What is the one label that you always use, though? <laughs> What label do I? I'm wearing yeah. Gap jeans right now. I, I like mean, overall, I is there a label that you trust? Um, 
sure, there's definitely labels I trust, but a lot of labels I can't afford. Like, mm. if I bought something Armani, I knew that I would know that it would be. Um, so you well feel crafted. better if you have Armani. No, I wouldn't feel better. No, I, what's the question? Is there an art? Uh, is, is, is there a label that you identify with? What about you, HDG? She's see, she's so defensive right now. She thinks that she's got a. No, this is a safe place for you, Lily. I'm, I feel this safe. is a safe place for you. I'm not judging you. I go through stages. Um, I had a couple years where I only wore this one kind of smaller designer, Lily Pulitzer. It's all pinks they and have the greens prizes. and lots of prints. And no, no. The only Not label Pul- I've ever trusted is Libby's. On the label, label, label. But I tend to, you know, I have kind of an unusual figure and I don't fit well into every designer. So I tend to pick by what fits me better than what, than fashion. You really are opening up today. <laughs> uh, Big Papa, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, buddies, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I'm very familiar with the tattoo industry. Okay. Now, within the tattoo industry, there are what's called artists, the guys who do portraits, the guys who do custom work. And then there, is, there are those who are called flash jockeys. Now, the flash jockeys are the guys, the craftsmen, if you will, like you were saying earlier, Ronnie, that just do what you see on the walls when you walk into the building. Right. Not really change anything, not really come up with any new ideas, but just do what every jackass ham and egger want to come in, and I want to get a cross on my arm with some old English. Those are flash jockeys. Now, they are not really considered true artists within the tattoo world. Similar situation with the fashion industry. Who are you calling the artist? The Chinaman who's showing it up with the sewing machine or the person who drew it up in the beginning? Um, the, the designer, for sure. Yeah, it's it always going to go back to the designer. But, you know, okay. the interesting thing here is, Big Pop, is this probably is the first generation that would have considered tattoos art. That oh, is, no, you're exactly right. Yeah. You're exactly right. It is, it is uh, exploding onto the scene yeah. right now. And you see so many... How many people do you see with crap-ass shitty artwork? Because they went to some jackass who's not even good enough to be a flash jockey, but because the industry is exploding so much, in my mind, it's kind of those guys that you were talking about, Ronnie, who are knockoffs. Right. You know, you walk down uh, Manhattan, you walk down, uh, uh, and you can buy some uh, fake uh, uh, Gucci for 20 bucks. Right. You know what I mean? And the, and see, there that becomes, thanks so much, Big Papa, that becomes the thing is that when the people don't respect their own fucking art form. That the fact that the fashion people, it's up to them, I think, to police it. Just like, say, in the world of stand-up comedy. If you run a club and guys are stealing in that club, then it's up for the for either the club owner, the other comics, somebody is going to say, we have to have more integrity than this. Yeah, you know? you know, and also a lack of skill can sometimes give birth to some really beautiful art because if Absolutely. you have an inability to represent something literally, your mind might struggle to create an alternative way to show what it is that you're trying to express. There was a woman who, she was born without, uh, her fingers were fused together. And she learned to paint uh just holding on to the brush with her vagina. And she did some of the most beautiful work beautiful. I'd ever seen. I mean, I used to see her at this titty bar. You had to throw two bucks and she would try to write your name wow. out in Quim. And it was so fucking great. Hicks, I told you about her, right? 
Oh, yeah. Beautiful young lady. Yeah, didn't you say she's living in Astoria now? No. No. That's sweet. Uh, Brian, you're on the Run Fest show. Okay, how about this? God, you guys are killing me with this. Yeah. I think art is an intersect between the artist's intention and the audience's perception. Here's going to give you an example. What would you do with all of my toddler's artwork? Would you sift through it and decide what was art and what wasn't? Or would you, or was my definition correct? It's an intersect between the artist's intention and the audience's perception. That's where the art is created at, that intersect. If that was, if you were right, you wouldn't be living in Oregon. If you were right, you wouldn't be living in Oregon. Um, you know, the, the, we will never come up with the singular definition. People much smarter than us. I mean, I came in here, I was attacked by Lily for something I said <laughs> offhanded yesterday. She laid and fucking wait for 24 hours. I'm going to spring this on Ron. I don't know where you got into your, uh, into your head that I don't think that designers are uh, artists. Uh, I will watch some of the design shows. Right. And I think about design more now than any time in my life. Well, yeah, I mean, last time I was in, you had mentioned that you saw Vera Wang somewhere and you kind of scoffed at no i didn't you did you no, said here's what i said how, i go you know she's that rich for making you know wedding dresses, dresses you know no, what i said was everybody in the rec in the restaurant recognized her but me and if i hadn't had people at my table going there's vera wang i mm -hmm. would not have known it but that could be true you know i could be at some point in new york sitting next to the greatest law mine of all time but i'm gonna have to have somebody point that out to me i don't know i would never have known vera wang uh without that um, here is uh, Chris. Chris, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I can't believe Fezzy as a gay man doesn't have, to have anything to add to this conversa conversation about uh, fashion and art. He is adding in a, in a fifth mic type of way. He's waiting for the right moment uh, for it all to come down. Now, Fez, you're wearing what you call the Tiki Bob ens uh, <laughs> ensemble. Right. But, you know, and I'll point this out to both the girls. Um, and like you said, you both dress pretty fucking funky to begin with so you have your own problems but fez looking to attract people for the first time in his life is anyone going to be attracted to that shirt um you know maybe in florida it's a very floridian type did you buy shirt. that shirt in florida uh yes i did did you buy that shirt over 10 years ago uh because it's pretty faded yeah close yeah all right so for somebody that's trying to attract someone new particularly in a highly competitive area of that where, let's face it, mom ain't as young as he used to be. Mm -mm. Is, it, is, it, is that going to work for him? I, I, I have definitely always said that Fez um, would really benefit from a shopping trip maybe with Mike Kaka. Um, would uh, really, I think it would pick up his inner Here's spirits the problem. a little bit. Mike Kaka is so thin, the clothes look good on him. Where Fez is going to be at the husky section. Of, <laughs> Mike Kaka okay. has never Mike's tried on fucking shirts the way Fez is going to need to. Mike's going to take Fez shopping for Fez, not not for Mike. And Mike's this, really fun to shop with. Fez shops at a place called Biggins. Is Mike, I don't think he's ever been. Absolutely. He can take him to Biggins. Or better places. They start with 4XL. No problem. But, Fezzy, for you, you think you look good, right? Yeah, I think I look absolutely fine. Uh, first of all, I'm comfortable. I like the look of the shirt. Yes, it's loud. It's a big a It isn't print. loud. No. It's faded. It's not loud. And not? It's old. No. no. You're fitting. 
Huh? It's a little ill-fitting. Like yeah, that, you look, and it's not to judge you, but you look like you're the mater day of a bad lounge in fucking Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> and with that Hemingway where be. Now, again, the whole thing of they look comfortable, blah, blah, blah. If you were happy with your life and said, I'm attracting the people I want into my life, then there would be no debate upon this. But you sit around and talk about being a lonely guy all the time. Right. But with fashion, and I always think, too, if I, like, let's say, changed my fashion, got really dressed up, mm-hmm. that that would come across as so transparent. Oh, you, like, yeah. Like my, my uncomfortability that's there anyway would really shine through. You couldn't. Uh, you could, you're absolutely right. You couldn't go with someone who's just going to pick out stuff for you and say, I, here, this is what you're wearing. I think you should wear a tux every day. You would do it I together. Mean, Ron has seen me in a suit, and it no. just really looks awkward. No, but where did you get the suit from? It was my dad's. Right. You're wearing your dad's suit. Why wouldn't it look awkward? But do you remember once when there was a shirt that I lost? Why does this? Why did I have to? Please, let that be there. The fact that he's going, I can't wear a suit. And the only one that he's put on belongs to a dead man. That's the only suit that he's it's worn. Really he wasn't dead at To the his time. own funeral. He wore his dad's suit to his funeral. And they had to put his dad in a... And khakis. No, you can't never wear. War. You can never wear someone else's suit. Never. No, it's terrible. No, but remember, Ron had bought you a shirt, and it was. I mean, he bought it, but it was something that you were comfortable with and you liked. Uh huh. So, so you know, you could work with someone and pick out stuff that. Oh, I do like this, or yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that, or this works, or and then say no, I don't like this. You still end up at, with things that you're comfortable with. At the worst, that you're going to look is fake and pretentious. Is that what your biggest fear is? Well, it, um. Yeah, I don't mind looking that way, but it's like, all right, if I if that's what I'm doing to attract somebody, they're going to find out the real me immediately. Like if I, you know, well, they're going to find out the real you anyway. Yeah, but no one is going but, to be. But I was this a- thing, this fucking Kenny Rogers six pack look that you're fucking rocking right now. If this was '78 and fucking Lido was number one on the fucking charts. You might have a chance with an elderly pirate. But I don't know where you're going to go in that competitive field. This is the problem with you. You're going into the competitive field. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, the goal is to find things that you feel comfortable in and that you actually put it on and you feel better than you felt in what you had before. I've had people, you know, say, you're dressing like shit. Come on, let's go shopping. And I've had it happen where I hated everything they picked. Mm -hmm. And I've had it happen where I'm like... Wow, why didn't I ever, you know, try these things? This is great. I love it. But Fez, if you if you don't feel comfortable in what you're wearing, you'll never be comfortable in what you're wearing. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. So, I mean, you can yeah. try to update your style and modernize it because in, in that world, you know, it's... They like dressing really good. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of, you know... You're not looking for your late 70s fucking luck, Fez. But just be true to who you are. Like it, it can be new and modern. Box. But have a boombox with this playing. Grab the hand along the phone. Soundtrack helps when shopping. Next stop, I have one in every montage. I don't know. I don't. I seriously, I don't see Fez going out there. And I think Mike Kaka, who does very, very well for himself, 
would only make Fez feel worse about himself. I don't know. When I, you know, you go in front of a mirror and see yourself in, an, you know, some clothes, and you're like, you're like, wow, I feel, I feel completely different, and I feel great. I think you ought to dress like a '70s pimp, Fez. That would be the fucking thing for you. Definitely the cane, big hat, fur coat. I think the worst thing that would happen to Fez is that if he found himself uh, being attractive to other people. I think that would really bring on the pressure. Yeah, and the thing is, Fez, you really can pull off wearing some things that other people can't. Like, you can rock something really interesting and fun, and you look comfortable in it, and, and not everyone can do that. When I first met Fez, he would just dress like Pee Wee Herman all the time. <laughs> That's weird. One suit? Yeah. Red bow tie? Mm -hmm. My dad's. Oh, gosh. He did used to wear a bow tie. He was, uh... Well, he was different. <laughs> I would never want to... I could never be in either of my parents' clothes. I never thought that statement even had to be made. <laughs> I never heard a person who's going to, I can only feel good wearing my mom's clothes. If I'm ever with my parents and I forgot to bring something and it's cold and my... You know, let me get you a sweatshirt. No, Mom, I'm good. I'd rather freeze than put on anything in my mom's closet. The only way that I would put my uh, coat on anyone is if they just got raped, because they came up with that yesterday. And I don't know whether you guys are women, you would understand. I'm sure one of you has been raped before. Uh, but it was one of those date rape things where you keep it silent. But in movies, when a girl is raped, the cop always wraps either a blanket or a coat around her. And I just, I don't know if you get chilly. I don't know whether they're getting fucked with ice cubes. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> think the last thing you'd want is someone to cover you in something or touch you well maybe, maybe it's because their clothes are torn i don't know not all their clothes here cover up your shame i think it's cover your i i really do think it's because <laughs> men see a woman's body as sinful mm -hmm. now uh, i'm gonna ask both you girls this when did you find out you were the weaker sex and the more troubling sex right from the get right right away you know mm -hmm. like hey it's a man's world, but I'm going to get what I can out of it. Right. Well, uh, my culture was very male-dominant. Women had no voice, basically. And women were treated like shit from the beginning. Well, so. you, you, you were uh, taught to serve as a young person? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm. I went from the other angle, just from an early age, just deciding that women were trouble. And... Um, complicated unnecessarily complicated and that uh men were easier to to be around right but it doesn't mean that you were welcome into that world which world the men world yeah the the world what we could would consider reality oh in terms of like job opportunities and all yeah. yeah no but even beyond but that I, like, I didn't know that until says you didn't feel like you were invited into the men world as a little kid oh no no not at all uh, what age did you find out hey i'm not like a regular guy um, I think it was still fairly young when, like, there was a lot of things, like, because I had an older brother, and he was doing things that I know he was doing at my age, but that it was deemed just too dangerous or too much for me. Like what? Like, he would work, uh, my grandfather built furniture, and he would do a lot of work, and I also had a dry cleaners, and he would do a lot of work in both places, and I was kind of deemed, I think, uh, looking back on it, as a little bit more incapable. It's incapable. Incapable of doing that stuff. And was, you know, kind of kept away from it. Like, don't use the tool. If you use the saw, 
you're going to cut your fingers off. So, you were, did you think that was because you were soft or stupid? Um, Hold on. <laughs> there was some inappropriate laughter. Yeah. And sorry. what I try to do is set up a safe environment. I'm sorry. All right? This is an Albanian Jew town. <laughs> this is a place where civilized people can come right. down and talk. You're right. Soft or stupid. Back to soft or stupid. <laughs> soft or stupid. What did, what did you think you were being deemed? Uh... Soft. Wow! I th- now I'm going back and forth. Now I think stupid too. I think it was. I really think it was both. Where he can't handle this. Don't let him out there. Like there was times when we go over Hold to my on, grandparents' you, you're house. You're inappropriately laughed at again. Yeah. By I was identifying with that. That's all. Because you were thought of, you couldn't do stuff. I, it never bothered me, but I, you know, I always knew I was the one who, you know, don't touch that, you'll break it. I just, you know, that was just oh, my sure. shortcoming. I didn't, but I didn't mind that part. Yeah, because it was true. I, I would. <laughs> I was very happy to get the responsibility lifted. But I'm wondering if this, if that got Fez into a thing in his life that he's still into. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when you start to tell uh, a person you're soft. You're stupid. I mean, now he obviously believes it. Yeah, repetition is a terrible thing. Yeah, it was... Or a good know, thing. Oh, yeah. You know, Depending. there was fishing trips that I didn't go on. I, I remember... Oh, I remember one time, my dad took uh, the neighborhood kids to wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I was told to stay home because I wouldn't be able to handle it. Now, there was going to be like a, a bull rope match or a chain match or something, so there was definitely going to be blood. Was anyone worried that your dad taking the other children and not his own kid, that he was molesting them? Because I think that he was afraid that you might be telling on him. No, that didn't come up. Uh, and yet it has yeah. right now. I mean, it's odd. I can't imagine going to my neighbors. I'd like to take your kids out for the night. Oh, is your oh. son going? No. No, I didn't get to go. Corky got to go, but I didn't. Thanks for a good, honest answer. It clipped it. Uh, it is the Run of Face Show. We're going to uh, break here. Back in just moments. Our own Lily is sitting in with us. She was in a screaming match over art here, but I feel like we're back to where we came from. Is there something you want to talk about when we get back, Lily? Because you, I noticed you no longer prep for things. You never... Uh, no, I'm not a big prepper. Mm. Whatever. We could talk about sex. I don't know. Whatever you guys <laughs> What is that? <laughs> I seriously. Know. I don't know. Let's talk about McKenny. Come on. <laughs> this isn't some kid. Seriously. This isn't another Albanian whorehouse <laughs> where you're forced to, to live in that world. I see you as almost equal. Thank you. I feel equal to men. Do you really? Yeah. I've never, ever in my life felt that that thing you mentioned before. You know, uh-huh. whether in, in school I never felt anything like I'm a woman there, man. There's a different. I never felt that way going for jobs, getting into law school. Nothing. I've never once felt like I was held back. <laughs> I just. I'm sorry. I just had to laugh. <laughs> you thinking that you could have went to law school? I did. <laughs> a girl in law school? Yeah. That would make you a girl lawyer. I am. What? <laughs> What's next? Women cops, <laughs> black presidents, doctors. Do you mean stenographer? Would you be comfortable <laughs> with a woman doctor? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm the Would worst. you be comfortable with prejudiced. a woman lawyer? 
Murder charges against you. You want to walk in there with a woman? I, I, you just contradicted I, I yourself. Be, you know that, you. right? You completely contradicted no, everything Thank you just said. I didn't. I, I've never felt like anyone discriminated against me. But you I discriminated am, against I other women. I have absolutely discriminated. I'm terrible at it. I'm, I am I have this horrible prejudice against women. I normally say this. If I go into a boardroom and a woman's in there, I always go, who's the slit? <laughs> and, then, and that somehow. This is a lot of line. Uh, but would you be comfortable? You get on a plane, a woman pilot. And you're flying across the I, fucking... It would, I, I would remark on it. I, I, I wouldn't get off the plane, but I would remark. Um, I've actually turned down um, a woman dentist once. <laughs> Thank you. You yeah, have made but the point. For what reason, though? Can I... A dentist? I'm for wrong. What reason? There's, I don't have a good reason. I just, it, I just felt like she can't possibly fix my teeth. But then I had she another experience. That's crazy. I huh? had another experience with uh, a woman did a root canal on me. It was the best one I ever had in my life. See and that? someone explained to me that women are actually better at Gentle. it. Gentle. Why couldn't you just see that person as a person? Rather than, hey, you've done a great job for half the planet. And she was Asian. No, she was terrific. It's definitely a a bad view. I I go there and an Asian woman's putting her fingers in my mouth. She's getting fucked. (laughs) She's going to know that coming in this deal. All right, guys, take a break. We get back. Uh, Fez will take us to the Tiki Hut and explain to us, seriously, what you're doing. You look like you're fucking seriously like you're a desk clerk at the Polynesian Hotel. I, I And how did to say to people, these girls, well, I know I'm just kind of loud and crazy. It's sad. It's a little loud. It, it was loud maybe 12 years ago when he got it. I think it's faded. Columbine was known as a peaceful high school when he bought that fucking shirt. Can uh, we talk about circumcision when we get back? I don't know. Did you guys talk, we'll about talk about the story? Yeah, story? we'll talk about when we okay. get back. No, there's a story in San Francisco. All right, let's go with it. Uh, Lily, female circumcision. <laughs> Good idea or bad idea? Ron and Fez show. The virus. Ron and Fez. The Ron and Fez show. <laughs> Among the few possessions he left to his heirs was a set of Encyclopedia Britannica under the names Ari and Uzi Tenenbaum. No one spoke at the funeral, and Father Peterson's leg had not yet mended. But it was agreed among them that Royal would have found the event to be most satisfactory. Fire! This on the sex list! Ron Zero Fez, come on over and grab this uh, seat. Jay, we were just uh, talking about we were following your tweets, and you missed out on the fashion talk. I missed out on the sex talk and the fashion talk, so I got nothing. Well, this is good, though. Lily, uh, by the way, have you guys been? I know you've talked online uh, before. No, we've actually never met before. Nice yeah. to meet you. Nice to see you. Now, women will always act like they like each other as soon as they meet. <laughs> Unlike men, we size each other up like, well, we'll go... Like, what do you bench? But women always act like, oh, you're so pretty. You oh, it's so great win. seeing you. We can't win. Um, but you had a topic you wanted to bring up, Lily. Yeah. I, um, I read this yesterday on the internet. Uh-huh. Um, San Francisco is possibly putting on uh, the ballot for uh, the fall, November, making circumcision illegal in the city of San Francisco. <laughs> now, you... Uh, I know that you guys are saying crazy. Yeah. And yet, we are mutilating baby boys. We are cutting the tips of their dicks as if to say, it is better to slice into your body than it is to let you have that. Well, 
do you, A, do you really need it? B, there's a lot of health benefits to not having that foreskin. Um, I think STD rates will skyrocket. Disease rates will skyrocket. Uh, Honestly, with ba- with baby is. sex? I'm only giggling because you said the word foreskin, and I can't ever <laughs> with the word foreskin really and giggle. one of the ones for you? Yeah. Um, it's terrible work. But you, but, but the, the thing here is, now, it's a very weird thing when you have a son, too, because I went through this whole, should you do I, him? blah, 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 goes back and forth. And, uh, you know, I, I gave in to the tradition. I said, I can't fucking, you know. So you didn't? I did. You did, I, did. Okay. I said, yeah. Uh, but. Which is a good move. I don't know. It, again, when someone's going to slice into your child's penis, and you guys don't know how many cases where they have fucked up with kids' dicks before. <laughs> yeah. They have fucked it. Why is that funny to people? It's, it's just the, the way you said it. I mean, it's... Uh, I'm a three-year-old when it comes to circumcision talk. But I will tell you this. I don't think circumcision is a joke to guys. Women think the two funny things in life are circumcision and kicking a guy in the balls. <laughs> you will never see a guy finding either one interesting. Circumcision you, is no joke. It's something we should take seriously. But do you know that, that it actually cost... It causes numbness in the penis that we would have a complete... Men are not getting the sexual satisfaction that they would have if nature were there. Yeah, it desensitizes it. But aren't men always talking about looking... I mean, men in general talk about looking for ways to slow down the sensitivity so that they can have a longer lasting experience. 15-year-old boys are. (laughs) A fucking grown-ass man isn't dealing with that. I I don't know. You'd be surprised. You don't have to sleep with grown men. You'd be surprised how long they can't hold on for. Your point is that your fucking angel vagina is so fucking good. It has nothing to do with my angel vagina. I'm just talking about what's in the media. You know, you still see in movies and on television hear people making joke, you know, grown men saying things about thinking about baseball or, oh, think about your mother-in-law, you know. But because their jokes don't make them fucking reality. There's some basis though, right? You're sad. You're sad for making that statement. (laughs) I I want to like you so much, HTJ. It's a religious thing for some people. I think we need to give people the option of it. Either do it or don't. Like, how can you possibly... For San Francisco, first of all, to possibly say this is illegal. But the fact is, could you imagine if we decided to start mutilating... Let's say now to girls, oh, let's cut off the tips of their elbows because it's... It's better. It's not the same thing. I think female mutilation is done for a completely different reason in most places of the world. It's because we want to, like you said, men are uncomfortable with sexuality, West? so they want to take that away. For men, it's different. I, I don't think circumcising but, a man is but, taking away but, his sexuality. But, but you're acting like that somehow there's massive of, of disease in, let's say, England, where this isn't done as much as it's done here and that's just not true i think the disease i think the the sexually transmitted disease rates might be higher in people who are not circumcised than people who are circumcised who benefits from this law i mean if you're saying the young boy the the baby boys are the beneficiary then how come the baby boys who have grown up after being circumcised are still choosing to circumcise their children because it looks normal to (laughs) them now this is the fucking thing that we've got into that it is aesthetically better looking because we have decided. It just doesn't seem like something that should be legislated. There's, I, I don't see that anyone. Would, being... would you, you're legislating whether or not this child has the tip of his penis cut. 
I do think it should be debated at least. I just well, think it goes to show how important it is for parents to spare any trauma to their adolescent children. Because I don't think when they're deciding, I don't think they're thinking about STDs. I think they're thinking about 13 years old in the locker room and the ramifications it's going to have. Do you know you could not be further from the truth when i was in i think it was fourth grade they used to say the boys everyone go piss together and i was in this thing it was like we would have like one long trough instead of like separate Mm -hmm. urinals so it would be this thing so all the boys in the class would piss together try to piss up on the wall piss see who could piss the furthest and it was water sports as a game. One of the kids, so that, uh, there must have been 14 or 15 boys, one of the kids wasn't circumcised, and we all would say, what is wrong with your fucking dick? And he said, I don't know. I don't know what happened. We were all in the fucking dark about it. It was never a choice for anyone. Now, I don't know whether he got it done later in life. I, I have heard of people who have tears or whatever, and need to get it done, but it's almost um, crazy to think that we have to um, get it done this way. Now, here's Thomas in, in Kansas. Thomas. Yeah, I got a pro and a con of this topic. Okay. The pro being, uh, God, yeah, it'd be great to have that sensitivity, make sex better, but the con, um, I had a box circumcision and uh, J.A., Billy, HTG, I'm telling you, that's hideous. Yeah, I've heard of it happening many times. And yeah, well, if I, wasn't, if I wasn't so little, I would have sued for malpractice, but Mommy thought it was cute. <laughs> um, here's uh, Scott in Florida. You're on Fez. Hey, Ron. I yeah. just want to say it's a rough surgery to have, because after I had it done, I couldn't walk for 10 months. Huh. Uh, here is uh, Hagen. You're on Fez. Hey, um, I just wanted to say it's completely false that it's not clean. I mean, if you don't take showers, it's not clean. Yeah, there's it's, it's, there's there's nothing uncleanly about it. I mean, yeah, my there dad's is. A doctor. No, no, you're wrong. It's not uncleanly. My dad's a doctor, and he's from Germany, and he was like, "Yeah, I don't want." Well, what's the point of it? There's no need for you to yeah. do that to see my baby crying. Like, what's the point? And I will also say, I did like there was a little bit of you know ridicule when I was younger, but I mean, who doesn't get over that? It's ridiculous. I mean, it, it the fact that you think that it's dirty is just completely insane. Yeah, there's mm. there's definitely there, arguments actually that it's it's more sanitary to is. keep your foreskin. There's but there's arguments in both directions. I, I you know there's it's, well fucking, bacteria gets in like stuck up in there. You have That's to clean dirty. It more. You have but, to I mean, a lot of people steps. that aren't circumcised. There's some kind of fucking West Virginia hill people. It doesn't mean that suburban people wouldn't be keeping it clean. Right. But uh, JA came up with a good point because. You, when you have kids, you want to just go, I want this kid to get the least amount of hassle they can. Uh, Sam from the crossover show used to get called Needle Dick the Bug Fucker <laughs> by the boys that he w- grew up with because he looked a little younger and his, he came into puberty later. Those type of things fuck with a, yeah. a boy. It's one of the, like girls are used to it where you can fuck with, but there's very few things they can normally fuck with a boy. And this tends to be one of them. And then you think to yourself, uh, why go against the, why, why, you know, worry about the kid going against the grain? Well, and that would be an argument in support of the law, I think, because then that sort of wipes that out when you're all on a level playing field. But I'll say this for San Francisco. I, I've, San always, I've always been in favor of 
a community deciding we want to be a different kind of place. We want to kind of do something different here, and we want to have some laws that are different. If you don't like it, you know, go somewhere else. And if you do like it, come on and join us. And you know, they've done a lot of things with banning the Happy Meal toys and um, sidewalk laws and things like that. So. Right. Let's get to some of this. This is men talking about their penises, and Lily, right away, you are shocked that a lot of men disagree with you. Here is Eddie. Eddie, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, how's it going, boys? Um, I just wanted to weigh in because uh, I'm a, a, a totally uh, American man, been here for, for, for generations. I'm not a foreigner, not a mm -hmm. crusader. My dick is clipped, but uh, I absolutely refused to let my son, who's now uh, four years old, I refused to let him go through uh, the, the circumcision process. I put my foot down. Why? And I said, there is no way that you're cutting a perfectly functional uh, piece of his dick off that his... That, Evolution has has created this part of the penis, and there's absolutely no reason that just because for the last 100 or 200 years or however long the Jews have been doing it, uh, that we think it's a good idea to cut part of the dick off. I really don't think it's a good idea, and uh, I wouldn't put my son through whatever kind of, I, I don't remember it. But was it so traumatic for you? Age. You seem to have a, a perfectly functioning penis. You made a baby. Absolutely. Was it so absolutely. traumatic for you that you just didn't want to pass that along to your son? I don't... But but you're acting. But but your point is like, could we cut the breast off little girls when, and then they would have yeah, you we, know someone we need it to breastfeed children. One, we need let's our suppose breast. take off one. Um, here's somebody that might be able to uh, weigh in on this. It's our own Doctor Steve. Hey Doctor Steve, let's uh, grab him a mic over there. Um, Doctor Steve Lily, uh, oh, Lily is demanding that. Every man out there be circumcised, uh, and she's shocked that I said it was. It's not an easy decision to make when you're a father with your kids, and so many people uh, circumcised, uncircumcised, and are saying they live a very happy life. What's your recommendation as a doctor? Well, it's a tough one. It really is kind of a personal choice kind of thing because uh, it is a surgery that you're doing without the consent of the patient. You know, right. it's you're doing. They babies can't give consent, so in that regard, it's um, you know there's an unfairness to it. Uh, we, you know. I don't push circumcision. It is people who are circumcised tend to have less penile cancer as older patients uh, than people who are circumcised. So there is some health benefit to it, but it is down the road. It's when you're like 70 and 80 years There's old. There's no reason to worry about it. And I and I do think the amount. Let's go into this. Do you know the amount of people that weren't circumcised that say? Let me do it later and, you know, let me do it at 15, 16, 17. Right, it's almost zero. Almost zero I've known, because I've, no one would want their dick cut. I've heard uh, somebody who's actually done it at 18 Yeah, um, said it was so painful, but actually had said that it added a little bit of length to his penis. Well, it definitely will add yeah. length, yeah, because you That's take off the turtleneck. Drop top cock, yeah. Who wants that? It's so ugly. What did you just call it? Drop top cock. You know, you start to talk this way. <laughs> oh God, it's needle dick, the bug fucker. Um, that's what they said in in Westchester, but it's not his real name. Sam, I know you were a late in life circumcision. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was. Now the re reason was when you were born, the 
They didn't think there was enough. The doctors could. There wasn't enough that the doctors could get to. No, that's not the reason. Uh-huh. My parents elected not to have it done. No, because they're hippies. No, they're not hippies. Mm-hmm. But they just. I guess they just didn't want it done. Yeah. But I was would say that I wish they had had it done because it was painful to go through at nineteen. How bad was it? I mean, was this? It was horrible. I mean, yeah. imagine having surgery done on your penis. And that's what it was. All of my patients who have had it done say it's the most horrendous thing they've ever gone Now, the weird thing is, the babies feel the same way, right? The babies, it's not like, oh, they're a baby, they don't feel the pain. They do, it's terrible for them. Only they can't tell us. It's so early in life, I think they just think, this must be what life is. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They don't know yet. (laughs) They don't know any different because, uh, you know, when I did, I used to do circumcisions uh, when I uh, did OB. Disgusting. uh, and uh, we would uh, always numb up the baby's penis using a, a penile block. And so, you know, there were studies that were done that showed that babies that had the numbing done didn't breathe as fast as babies that, that uh, didn't have it done. And uh, uh, But then afterward... You know, ask Sam, it wasn't the procedure that hurt. It was the two weeks afterward that was misery. Yeah. But these babies just sit there and they laugh and, and well, they, eat and drink and do all that Is there less stuff. sensitivity down there when they're a child as opposed to, like, a grown man, right? Why would there be? Would, Why would they be less sensitive? Because a baby can't have a heart on like a, a grown <laughs> adult male well, can. They, yes, they won't have as frequent orgasms <laughs> as they would. Sam, why did you have it done? Uh, for aesthetics. That's the only reason, because you felt like you didn't fit in. Yeah, right? that's it. That's I mean, I'm fucking... glad I did it, though. Right. Yeah. Did you feel like it added a little uh, length, like Lil was talking about? Before or after? After. After. After, it looks better. Yeah, it looks yeah. bigger. Yeah. Oh, you had See? phimosis. You're kind of like Chad yes. Bono. Okay. Well, what, what, wait a minute, what's that mean? <laughs> he had a phimosis where he couldn't pull the foreskin over the, the, sh- the glands, because his glands was just so huge. <laughs> yeah, that must be. That's a good way to phrase it. So, <laughs> looked at his record. Um, let's go to uh, Jack. Jack, you're on Jack. Yeah. Go ahead. I know I wouldn't put a penis in my mouth unless it was circumcised. All right. Interesting point there. Would that matter to you, ladies? And some of you men. I've I've been with a, a man who wasn't uncircumcised. And you found it detestable. Who wasn't circumcised? Um, it was it was pretty far down as as far as pleasurable experiences go. I don't know if it's because of the foreskin or just because of the guy. But you mean overall all the sex? Um, yeah. Did it feel like you were having sex with an animal? It's just, it's just <laughs> weird. I don't know. I can't even explain it to you. Like that turtleneck, like. And forget about trying to put on a condom when you have right. that. Like it's just the name calling probably didn't awful. help. The um, was it like getting fucked with French bread? Did that you know, come up at all? Um, I've never gotten effed by a French bread, but oh, um, <laughs> there's always time, I guess. So, would, would you? Did you perform oral, or was that? Oh, I mean, yeah, sure. You did everything. It's my you duty, to. you know. Good. You have to, but um, it wasn't my favorite. Let's just put it that way. When you peeled it back, was oh, there like cheesy? Oh. <laughs> now, see, this is this is what Doctor Steve does with the show. By the way, congratulations on the show, making some big movement movements yeah, on Saturday you. night, and you're coming in earlier now. Coming in earlier, 10, 10 p.m. on Saturdays and 5 a.m. on Mondays. All right, so you're getting the, the first replay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the great thing there is it's 2 a.m. on the West Coast, so right. people driving home from the whiskey <laughs> will be able to listen to you. 
Uh, and they're expanding your show, uh, Sam? You got the information wrong. They're actually sh- <laughs> we're earlier, like Dr. Steve, but shortening by an hour. A third of the show would be gone. Shortening. So that way Dr. You're Steve can come on earlier. You're starting to get to the point now Thank why you even bother doing it. Now, um, Dave's got the 150. But Dave also has the talent. I mean, no, Fez, <laughs> he's $150 more talented than you. Well, I'm trying. Fez Practicing. came up with an idea today. One day, he does the crossover show. You do the the Sammy and uh, Sammy Sweetheart and Ronnie B show throughout the afternoon. I would do that, yes, if that's what Fez wanted to do. Um, well, caller did it and said Fez said that he would. Fez remarked that he would be glad to do it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Jay Lawson, let's do it. Uh, let's do the preference right now. You prefer circumcised or uncircumcised? I actually wouldn't know. I don't have anything to compare it. You don't have anything to compare it because you've. As far as I remember, I've never been with an uncircumcised man. So, uh, as far as blackouts go, you've (laughs) never... Now, uh, of course, Dr. Steve, you're down there in Bugtoss, Seoul. There's a lot of uncircumcised fucking hill people. (laughs) They come down for flour and salt once a year, whatever the fuck they're doing. So, I'm sure it's more common, uncircumcised, more common in the South, right? Um, That's what I hear, although uh, in our hospital... Um, most of the kids' parents elected for circumcision. Mm. And that was, uh, we were delivering the the folks that didn't have insurance. You know, I did. I probably did 250 deliveries, and of those, I would say 70% of them elected circumcision. Now, wow. what, how that um, compares to, you know, a more urban area like New York City, I have no idea. My parents were born in Kentucky, so. I bet they were. Oh <laughs> as far as, like, other places in the world, where does USA is definitely higher rate of circumcision than well, most probably, other places. You're so proud. Israel, probably. <laughs> Israel, number one. Well, yeah. And we got it from the Jews, right? That was something we adapted from it's the my Jews. My understanding. Um, because like yeah, the, the, the English are very uncircumcised Ooh. people. Mm-hmm. Very uncircumcised people. Lot, yeah, lots of Europe is. I, all the Beatles. <laughs> All the Beatles, not one I knew, of them. I knew there was a reason I didn't really like the Beatles. The Stones. <laughs> Stones completely. I would still beg Mick Jagger. Out of that. all of them? Yeah, oh yeah. Mm. Maybe even Charlie Watts, because he's a drummer and I, I dig a drummer. But, circumcised? Oh. Points off for that. Now, uh, by the way, I'm looking over here on the Twitter, and Brazilian Julie says she could not disagree with you more, Lily. Mm-hmm. And that Ronnie B is correct on this. I just think that it's at least, uh, and that shocks me because finally one woman who's saying, you know, what is going on here? Uh, Marshall, you're on Ronnie Fez. This is that, buddies. Yeah. Um, I didn't circumcise my son simply because, I mean, if that's something he wants to do, he can do it. But he can't undo it. You know, he can't put a foreskin on if if I take it off. So I'm going to leave it up to him. Um. Here's Mike. Mike, you're on Ronnie Fez. Ronnie. Yeah. Um, listen, these women talking about diseases and getting filthy, um, they have this new product out. It's called fucking soap. But if you watch it, they probably won't get that shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm uncircumcised, but it's not like I'm going to a goddamn cheese factory down there. I wash the thing every day, and guess what? It's perfectly clean and healthy. Here is uh, here's B in Very Brooklyn. Sensitive. Yo, Ron, what's going on? Listen, um, I had a surgery done after I was circumcised because they cut too deep, and I just can't come at all anymore. And it's a real pain in the ass for the girls because I'm there all the time, and it's just like, get off me. You're here too long. You know, I don't even know what to do anymore. 
God, pain in the ass for the woman. How does that feel for you not being able to? Yeah, it's know, a, it's arrive? a. This happens. This these things go bad for people. Well, you hear those horror stories of like I don't know, twenty years ago, and the doctors would make a mistake and then be like, "Oh, I guess we'll make him a girl." Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that has happened. Like, that's the worst thing that that I've ever heard. See, the one thing that the Jews had was a moil, a guy who's just specifically <laughs> worried about this, where with. The Christians is just an extra thing for a doctor to do. Like I uh, cigarette. All right, whatever. Yeah, I just went about for lunch. That's not. Don't the Jews have like a whole ceremony? Oh, yeah, yeah we're they a party. Yeah. We, we cater. <laughs> but yeah, everybody comes in and sees it takes place. And then they the give Jews. money for the baby. Forget yeah. it. You know, I know that it all comes back to money. The Albanians <laughs> hate the Jews. Well, it's really more wondering about how the traditional word. I mean, you, you don't have to defend yourself. <laughs> no, it's it's more about the bagels than the gifts. We it's an occasion to get together and eat bagels and right. locks. And uh, you know, there's the Albanians. Normally, they got a chicken under each arm and they're looking <laughs> to see how to get out of town. Uh, well, Doctor Steve, no, I'm sorry. When you hear people talking about this, does it frustrate you when you see how? stupid people are medically and no absolutely because uh you're 100 percent. the doctors hate doing them it mm -hmm. used to be that the obstetricians did them and it was the only time that a, an obstetrician would touch a male patient was when they did a circumcision and then the pediatricians started doing them and then their their society was back and forth whether they should be done so it's you know the medical profession's no more unified or smart about this than anybody else is but do you think the law should determine whether a parent can and decide for them for their child or not i mean i just don't think that a law saying you can or can't do it is is yeah, I constitutional missed that part of the conversation uh, so I'm san not francisco sure is trying to uh oh, push this forward you have yeah. to be 18 I, or older to get a circumcision oh, okay so no, no one will have a circumcision now lily i don't want to say i mean this is your time in here today i'm not saying that you're doing bad but two of the people in the room are tweeting <laughs> out of fucking boredom <laughs> just john is tweeting as it's going on ja is tweeting like and i don't know what this means john what is the lobby is infested with what? R H. The Real Housewives of New Jersey are in the lobby. Oh. Huh? Yeah, I kind of put that on Foursquare when I got to the when I got here. Oh. I see. So that's exciting for you guys. You guys are big fans. I was more show. excited to see the uh, successful alcoholic guy. Oh uh, yeah, I actually just sat and talked to him in the hall and. Uh, was telling him that a lot of people that in recovery are debating back and forth of whether this is a funny, interesting. He said he never wanted it to go on funny or die. He thought it was a of a real short I film. I don't see how it's a question. It's not funny. It's one of the saddest things I've ever seen in my life. But it rings kind of true, doesn't it, Teal? Absolutely. Um, have you seen it? It's called Successful Alcoholics. And it's about people. It's like those couples that get real drunk, mm -hmm. and you're like, but they're doing great, and they're going to, you know, me. Hey, we're going to the cruise. You fight, you guys let it come, and you know they're right before the shit is going to happen. But everybody has known those real drunk couples. Yeah, and it, functioning. And it, yeah. All the couples, yeah. And it's the hardest thing. I mean, getting sober is, is hard, but getting sober as a couple is almost impossible. Do you think? I think that one person makes a mistake, and then the other person uses it as an excuse to make their own mistakes, and it just snowballs. But there is something, like, really adorable about junkie couples. <laughs> that whole thing is like, we got a cop, man! You know, the girl is always, she's always waiting second to take yeah. the fucking needle, like, get yours first. She's still kind of setting up how with you as you're tying off 
And he does the. It's always the man who does all the everything, and then he sort of, you know, when they need to right. move, he's holding her up down the street. Yeah, yeah right. It, it really adorable. is kind of adorable <laughs> because it almost makes them elderly. You know what I mean? Like they're not, they're not able to keep up with everyone else. But you're right. She will always be leaning. And he's carrying her down the street. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get some. We're gonna get you coffee. They always think like the fucking dumbest thing at all. Like if they'll fucking just grab a rag and start to wipe their head. Like it's a good thing. Like it's a good thing. Or just yeah. just get a little orange juice. Everything will be okay. Uh, a little juice. That's what we need. <laughs> right now we need a little bit of juice. A little vitamin C. Uh, Doctor Steve. You're here for next couple of days, huh? Right. Uh, what do you? Uh, you're looking in the assholes on the O and A show tomorrow. What are you guys? <laughs> you putting your finger in people's assholes? No, we were gonna do that. We were gonna uh-huh. do Proctopalooza, and uh-huh. <clears throat> it's um, it it got um, delayed for about six months till I can get my New York license. All right. So what are you what are you doing tomorrow with O and A? I think we're we're doing. <laughs> Portly Palooza instead. I, I think we're doing some uh, exercise challenge. It's something that management brought to me, so I'm, you know, I'll do the best I can. He has, he has no idea. None of us no do. Idea but first of all, doing. let's just say this about Dr. Steve. He's not a, a, you know, he's not fucking an aerobics guy. He's a doctor. Yeah, I don't know why he's why he's here to tell you the truth. Yeah. He's probably going to do the, you know, Ronnie B. Sammy Sweetheart show. That should be fun. Um,. You know what? Yep. I'm going to just say this because there's been some trouble with me and Fez. Tomorrow will be the last day that I do the Ronnie B and Sammy Sweetheart. Why show. is that? I tried to hit Fez. Fez, he's had problems with it. He didn't want to bring it up. But tomorrow will be the last day that I do. Holy and Dr. Steve, if you're there, I'd like to see you for the final goodbye. It would be Absolutely. great. Absolutely. Um, did they fly you out for this? Did they fly me yeah. up? <laughs> no. <laughs> so you're doing your show here uh, live? We're going to, well, from 10 to 11 tomorrow, we're Sam and uh, P.A. John, my partner, and his wife, P.A. Jill, are going to, we're going to answer some questions between 10 and 11. Um, and then have your farewell. Uh, yeah, you know, my farewell will we'll be here we can probably you, right at the end for we can a bittersweet goodbye. give you three minutes goodbye. at the end. <laughs> um, did you bring Tacey with you this time? Nope. Uh, we're d- I'm flying back out tomorrow. So. Yeah, there's a lot of trouble going on with you guys. You guys no, are fighting. No, we're doesn't good. Look like we're, good. Stay together. we're better than ever. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. <laughs> but uh, whatever happens, happens. That's right. That is the the thing is, and I said this to the Schwarzeneggers. Uh, I call them the Schwarzenegger Shrivers. I go, no matter what happens, I'm going to stay best friends with both of you. Mm. you That's go. very noble of you. Yeah. And then I also said to her, I go, a lot of times it, it helps to fuck one of his friends. You know, like a little get even thing. Um, Lily, have you ever gone out with a, a an ex-boyfriend's friend? No, never. Mm-mm. J.A.? Any uh, of his circumcised friends? I wouldn't say gone out, but... You've done things have happened. Yes, revenge, revenge, fuck. Not at all. But I can tell you, even ten years later, there's still animosity between them. From it. I would never do. There will always like be. Again. It's amazing. They were hmm. best friends too. But why did you feel the the need to break that up? Do you feel proud and happy? It was no. It was many. It was like years after, and they were they were on separate coasts, and I just figured we're all friends. We're all group. Like it makes sense that we would gravitate towards each other. See, I that's the weirdest thing because I grew up in that way with that little clusterfuck of people breaking off and on, and everybody ended up obviously going their own ways because incest is the, the weirdest yep. thing. When, if you broke up with your chick, Sam, would it be okay if Than went out with her? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like that. But why is that? Why do you still want to control after the fact? Well, 
she would be able to do whatever she wanted. I just yeah. wouldn't want it to be at all associated with me. I wouldn't want to know anything about it. She used to be with a guy named Carl from your old high school, <laughs> That's right? That's a bitch, Carl. Yeah. And, and you said after all these years, it still bothers. Well, I mean, it's not that it actively bothers me, but I'll see what Carl's up to. I'll look at the Facebook. Okay. and you Now, know. Dr. Steve, you and Tasty, you're swingers, kind of southern <laughs> swingers where you go to different places, you fucking hang out, you meet people. Right. But I've seen you, you comment on P.A. John's wife a lot. You'll talk about her breast. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, is is that awkward for everybody involved, or is that no? She's. Um, I mean, you'll see for yourself. She's very proud of. of no, I've met her before. Yeah, yeah. And but if you had the opportunity, she's totally cool you? about it. She's yeah. like, we're like, let's take some boob pictures, and Jill's the first one to just kind of you know pull out the cleavage and stuff. So. Interesting. And then we'll tweet them. Um, is that sick to you? I saw you make faces. Me? Really, yeah. No, not I mean, at all. I didn't. But, I mean, she's. No. I mean, Jill's awesome, and uh, uh, Tacey will play along as well. And you know, they're just very—they're—they're they're happy with how they are. They're comfortable with that. Yeah. Have you ever made them kiss for you guys? Like, come on, I want to see you guys make out. We're having so much fun. No, <laughs> no, no. Why not? What's wrong with me? I know, that's true. Was that you that just uh, buzzed over there? I'm not sure. Uh, this me. fucking Flintstones thing that you're rocking. What is? It's a what droid. Have, what, what is the weird shit the all over it? Yeah. All right. It's a case that I ordered on the internet that happens to have hearts all over it. So I had to put yeah. stickers on it to cover up the hearts. <laughs> <laughs> I bought the wrong case. I am so mad because I always knew that you wanted to debate uh, Kaku and he was just in here last oh, week. I heard that. You know, um, I, I do want to talk to him, but after the, <laughs> after that. You know, he made me feel better about my kid's future that day. He was very positive about the future and stuff. Yeah. And so I'm a little more on Jesse Ventura's case these days than Kaku's case. Uh, we'll try to get Jesse in. Um, <laughs> well, but just the, the pseudo The thing with the Kaku, I thought crazy. that that from a scientific point of view, is look how much medicine is going to change. Because right now we're worried about health care. But it looks like in the future that the preventative health care with... You know, the toilet will, will tell you when you're getting sick. The toilet will say you've got the smallest thing of cancer, you know, that that maybe there's, you know, a hundred cells mm -hmm. instead of four billion. I thought that was mind blowing. Yeah. And I think so many of our healthcare stuff and you're gonna look like Doctor Steve in the future, like somebody that sold off legs oh, with absolutely. you know the, in the fucking battlefield. You know, I work at the cancer center and mm. chemotherapy is gonna be considered completely barbaric treatment. Even now it is. Yeah. But isn't yeah. it amazing how much it's further along we've gotten? Yeah. yeah. Cure rates are way up compared to what they were before, but it's still until we can figure out how to tell the body to just get rid to get rid of the tumor cells itself, because it can do it perfectly. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're it's all going to be barbarism. You know, we're we're trying to kill living human cells inside the living human body, and it's really it's like yeah. throwing a smart bomb I into the middle of Baghdad. I still think if you put a a uh, stationary bike in a steam bath. That person's in there <laughs> paddling. Sweat it out. Sweat that fucking out. I think you can do it. Well, isn't that what the vaccines are doing? Aren't they trying to yes. show the body how to? The vaccines are killing babies too, though. Ah, uh, well. Uh, now, yeah, if you can make the body recognize that this um, tumor mass is foreign or that it's not supposed to be there. I mean, it's just a, it's a problem of recognition. You know, the body just doesn't understand. Somehow it's slipping by the defenses. And once you turn those defenses back on, those two, that tumor should melt away. There, you know, a lot of people think that there are 
um, you, you know, before you die of cancer, you may have gotten cancer 10 or 12 times, but mm-hmm. your body right. is able to, to destroy it the other 11 times. It's that 12th time that sucks. 12 times a bitch. Yep. It really is. <laughs> I remember all my stoner friends talking about life extension and like years ago and how, I know. you know, I was like, this is stupid, but now it seems all like it's All those guys definitely... are, st- it's fucking stone talk. It really is. Yeah. It's fucking high talk. Now, here's something that Asner said the other day. It sounds crazy. One in 38 kids is autistic so crazy you know we've changed the diagnosis so it's easier for people to fall into that that annoys me category now so i don't know what the numbers are i mean i could find out for you tomorrow but um does fez have any kind of autistic kind of tendencies i've never examined fezzy so but i I mean just when you know would you guess asperger's would you guess autism some sort of almost functioning scale but he just seems to go away sometimes when people are talking. Yeah, that's well. If, I mean, Fizzy's got anxiety, you know, and that can make you withdraw. That doesn't necessarily oh, I didn't make know you that. autistic. All right. Well, I mean, so what makes you autistic? What? Why are these kids getting it at oh, such well, an alarming rate? That's that's the issue, isn't it? I mean, if we knew why and the, what caused from, it, it's it would, from the chicken. It's from the chemicals in the chicken. You can fucking bet on it. One day, we're going to look back at these chickens, these steroid chickens, and go, what the fuck did we do? Yeah. Already looking yeah. there. I can't, I can't stand to buy a regular chicken if it doesn't say antibiotic-free and steroid-free. Mm. Just gross. What do you think of the city of San Francisco? They're making huge changes. Right <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs> I'm going to move there. Didn't they start the smoking ban thing? So I'll hate them forever. You're a smoker? <laughs> Monday. I am, I am a smoker, and, and it just I'm heartbroken about the smoking ban. I think that there's something it so romantic people. about sitting people. in a park and, I agree. and yeah. smoking. There sh- you have a fucking dog park. We can't have a smoker's park? It's true. Because, by the way, if you had a smoker's park, these are the only non-boring people that you can sit and talk to. Oh, yeah. When a fucking non-smoker sits down and just is like, can't keep up, like, what do you mean? What paper was this in? How did I not hear about this? The dullest people in the world don't smoke. I, I don't know why that is. I used to go to these hospice meetings, and I'd be one of the ten people that still smoked at those, but all of the other nine people were my best friends. Uh-huh. So you'd go out mm-hmm. back, and there you instantly had new friends. So It's the strangest thing. I don't smoke anymore, thing. but I, I but think it's it, to smoke. This morning, the saddest thing I saw when I was walking in is that outside of this building, there are two signs set up, and one says... After this point, you may begin smoking, and then the other is like the end of it. And so you saw this yeah. row of the saddest, most pathetic people sandwiched Hurled in between it, yeah. them. And then one girl who decided she was going to stand just outside the line of that oh, sign. It's dangerous. She's not taking it from the man. It's ridiculous. It's embarrassing as a society. It is. It's a horrible society we live in right now. I it's don't know. I'm cool. not. I. I Somebody who come, came from the restaurant business, it has relieved so many freaking headaches in a restaurant. But you always man. had the opportunity to put up non-smoking. You don't. We did need, have a non-smoking and non-smoking, but where does it... Like, you could have had a non-smoking restaurant. You could have said, this is the restaurant you don't smoke. You don't have to take that away from everyone else. Have, have the balls to make your own fucking business decisions and leave it off the fucking government. If you left it up to people, have the type of environment you want 
instead of you speaking for everyone. Because by your way of going of, oh, well, what I care, I don't smoke. That's like saying, I'm not gay, so I don't give a fuck what happens to gay people. Well, I do care what happens to gay people, but... You don't care about the uncircumcised. Gays are not, you know, killing people. Cigarettes are killing people. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to give you... uh, (laughs) Being gay... I'm just going to write something down here. (laughs) Okay, well... The the spread of that. (laughs) And I don't want to say... Because I don't want to get anyone upset. Being gay doesn't, you know, is not a threat to your health, so to speak. Uh, Smoking a cigarette is. No, but I mean, there's ways of preventing that. But, but unless you're going to outlaw cigarettes, unless you're going to outlaw smoking entirely, you have to give people an option. <laughs> where and if you're not going to let them smoke outside, where are you telling them to smoke? Where in, in the suburbs? Mm-hmm. You don't. Uh, yeah, but you know now that they have the balls to say, well, these are non-smoking apartment buildings. You can't smoke in this fucking building. Yeah. Why? Why can't you smoke in this building? You couldn't start a fire in this building and burn it down with gasoline. There's nothing to fucking burn in this building. When's the last time you saw a fireman putting out some big skyscraper? Doesn't happen anymore. But smokers will never all group together and do something about it. They can't any more than the pornographer people can, blah, blah, blah. It's like at least in the in the thing of pornographers they had the new york times the washington post people going hey we need to protect us to protect ourselves this is a fucking country of sheep right now <laughs> just don't... fucking albanian sheep. shame <laughs> please tell us what to do we need to have the government i don't know i j- i have so many friends who smoke cigarettes and refuse to smoke cigarettes inside their own houses and will go outside on their balconies outside to smoke cigarettes they won't even do it in their own houses because they think it's disgusting no, they don't want their houses fucking, to reek like because people cigarettes. bitch now fez's house smells like cat shit no one fucking says anything remember we went to his party at his house and no one could fucking breathe all night but no one <laughs> brought you know was that's it great that was amazing it was fucking hideous and what did the back of my fucking coat look like when i went to leave oh, there you see i thought the cat hair was worse than the smoke definitely it's nuts it's nothing nuts. but cat hair um you don't want to breathe that in in our you, hospital you can't smoke outside but you can go to your car and smoke. Oh, that's nice of them. <laughs> I mean, in an enclosed environment. Yeah, if you're walking down smoking. the street in New York City, you will pass non-smoking sidewalk zones all the time. You just sit there, and if you're smoking a cigar, what, you, you can't put it out temporarily. The hospitals are trying to say there's a non-smoking zone. It ain't your fucking sidewalk. You're taking up yep. the whole city with your hospitals and universities anyway. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Are. They're fucking seriously... They're choking this fucking place <laughs> with their health and education. It's very upsetting. And if, and if people sick. can't smoke in Times Square, I don't think people should be able to allow to spit on the ground. I'm going to take it one step further. Or they're if they're gum, regulating gum, yep. things, people shouldn't be able to spit on well, the ground. Well, but this is what gets to me. This is the crabs fucking in a pot fighting with each other. Fuck that. It's <laughs> the government. Don't take away other people's stuff. Turn back against the Albanian government. <laughs> Tell them they can't keep doing this. And I don't mean just Albanians. Right. There's, but you guys are the center. I assure you, there's not a single Albanian in holding any public office anywhere. But, you know, we get down to this point of where somehow safety has become the only fucking thing that matters. The only well, things that matter. Who do you blame? I don't blame necessarily government. I blame frivolous lawsuits. I blame lawyers. I blame the whole legal system. It's so easy to sue over anything, so it's no wonder that we're a bunch well, who of are we pussies. suing? Who are we suing but, over smoking? Uh, there's people who have tried to sue uh, cigarette companies off smoking for getting cancer. Well, that's because I mean, of th- that there's... was because of the advertising. 
The adver- they were doing false advertising. Yeah. Right now, they will fucking they put pictures of dead babies <laughs> on fucking cigarette cartons because they want. Right. Seriously, this will kill your baby. And there's fucking Hicks on. Oh, I got a carton. He's so fucking happy. But the reason that we're treated like a bunch of infants is because we act like it. Because somebody slips and falls, so now we have to sue and get money, and now we have to change the laws for everybody else. I mean, I think that's what it comes down to. So you're back to blaming lawyers. This I, I blame I blame making it very easy for these frivolous lawsuits to take place and people getting money from from them. And yeah. you also have to blame just the regular people on the juries who are who are giving it to them. The Some people don't want to be on the jury. Yeah, nobody wants. Yeah, some people just don't care. Whatever's going to get me home quicker at night. I mean, it's just the whole system needs. What, what do you want? A fucking Albanian dictatorship? <laughs> Is that when you're no. going to finally be no, fucking that's happy? No, my family came here. We don't want <laughs> dictatorship. Dr. Steve, you hanging out for the Rob Cordry, or you got to get out of here? No, I th- yeah, I'd like to. There's room. There's not a lot of... When you don't have Tasty with you, it's like a lot less fun, a lot less yeah, enjoyable. it's a lot less fun. There's no one to tease. There's no one to have fun with. I know. No, I um, know. But, uh, yeah, I, I miss her, actually. She's a good girl. Yeah, that's nice. Well, <laughs> you'll be fucking around with hookers tonight. <laughs> you know, I invite all these people in because I wanted to talk about the Unmasked shows the second time, and we didn't have a chance to do that. Lily grandstand it with her circumcision <laughs> talk. Uh, Lily, yes. you're going to stay here for the Unmasked day? I will be here, yeah. Uh, I need big laughs out of you guys, though, because Rob, I don't, you know, he doesn't normally work in front of a live audience. Okay. And... Like I always say, pretty girls up front. No offense to anyone else. Sam, you never come in any of these, any of these right? I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's right. I forgot how busy you are. What time do you get here in the morning? Like quarter to five. Or what time do you leave at night? I don't leave at night anymore. And there's nothing you get done, though. No one ever says Sam is needed. Come on, it's what in the afternoon? All afternoon? Yeah. I'm on until five o'clock. Do you get any extra, uh... What do you think? No. Just a chump. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Dave is right about you. And you're doing six days a week now. Yeah, now. The last two years. And your career's going nowhere. Nowhere. In a hurry. All right. Uh, that is it for us. Uh, John Lameth, thanks for stopping in. Is that Mikey Boy over there? I didn't even see him uh, sneak in. Mikey Boy, just fucking being attacked by that caller today. Want to know everything about you. Well, I, I asked you guys to come in early because I really want to talk about the unmasked experiences. But again, it turned into Albanian dick talk for the last hour. <laughs> Sorry, my apologies. But seriously, you dominate. And you did everything you could do to push Fez off the fucking air today. No, that was That was supposed to be his day. He has a penis. I thought he could jump in. Oh, that. shit, son. Oh. Uh, wow. we, uh, You'll never I, see it. Ouch. No one has, have they? No, just me. <laughs> well, let's take a look at it. No. Let's just look at this. Now it's my it. private area. <laughs> hmm. I don't know why you got this girl with the massive fake tits in front of me, but I like to dab it off. <laughs> um... Oh, look who cares. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Steve. That's it. Too late. See you guys in here tomorrow. Uh, that's the end of my show. Oh. Bye.